0: The actions need to be thoughtful, consistent, and sustainable. Thoughtful meaning you're not flailing around haphazardly, you're monitoring what needs to be monitored, you have a plan. It's got to be consistent where you're doing it on a regular basis and it's got to be sustainable. I see guys in four days, they'll work some ridiculous amount of hours versus a guy who only works four hours a day over six months, but he does that every single day. He's going to get more work done. He's not going to burn out. When you're your own boss, it's so easy to just fuck around and not do shit because you're not going to see the negative results immediately.
1: The following is a conversation with my good friend, And ex colleague Jeff Allen. He is a well renowned dating and charisma coach who's been traveling the world for 20 years. He's been a very, very big personal inspiration for me. He's an absolute champion of what he does. He's incredibly funny. And what we've talked about in the podcast is how to build a new brand out of an old brand how to travel the world for 20 years, and the incredible lessons that he's been getting from coaching literally tens of thousands of men and women alike. And overall, why life can be really freaking awesome if you put in the work and if you commit to a life of consistency. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the hell out of this podcast, because I surely did. Let's crush. First time in Berlin, Jeff? First time in Berlin. You
0: know, I've come to Germany many times. I've uh, been to Hamburg, Frankfurt, Munich. Mi- Munich a lot, Um, but never Berlin, which is weird because I've been doing this 20 years. And yeah, I'm like, e- what? <laughs> yeah, everybody told me. They're like, Jeff, <laughs> you know, really? You've never been to Berlin? Like, you would love it of all people. You know, you're you from San Francisco. It's kind of mm. got a similar sort of vibe to it, like artistic, this mm-hmm. that, the next thing. You know, the crazy, weird clubs, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the history, the yeah. rich history. Yeah, the
1: very rich. <laughs> you know, so I was wondering, actually, after you told me yesterday, you know, the Reichstag, do yeah. you st- is the bunker the that where Hitler shot himself? Is that still a, can you like is that a museum now or? I don't know. I mean, or did they bomb it? Like, did they close <laughs> it? You know, or would bo- it
0: be in the Reichstag? Probably. What's not in the Reichstag but, is it? I think
1: it was close by. I think it was connected via under. I mean, I don't know anything. But well, I mean, if it is, then this fellow that we're going
0: with may he may be able to show it because again he is a uh, biometer. First question and, you should ask yeah, him so is like <laughs>
1: about that bunker where <laughs> yeah, about that bunker, yeah.
0: They were giving me. They were giving me shit, like because I went to dinner with them the other night, like my girl and a bunch of her friends that are from here, you know, and, and they they live here, work here, there, law school buddies, mm. and then so they're like blah blah blah, you know, Trump this and that, and I think honestly, I think Trump's coming back.
1: I think so too. Did you see
0: that thing on CNN? <laughs> no, you didn't see this. No, what happened? I don't watch yeah, CNN. Jimmy, uh, let's call that up. Okay. <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> we'll but it's called uh, like CNN, like Trump cat name cat name <laughs> what? Yeah, Trump cat name. There's like a TikTok on it for sure. <laughs> Trump cat name. So basically they CNN held this town hall where they had Trump on and you know it was kind of like going to be a gotcha thing like okay, we're going to make him look bad. He just had this <laughs> he lost this civil suit against um, yeah, the cat name. And then he came on and they're like, "So what about this woman who, you know, you lost this lawsuit against her recently?" Yeah. And this, that, and he he goes into this tirade, and he says that, like just just play the three four seconds. minutes. No, no, no. It's just, it's a, go on TikTok. Uh, I was
1: probably this one is a short.
0: Yeah. No, years. it's it's cat name. Election, like just l- literally look it up cat name. try to pull that up. Cat name. Like if you look it up on TikTok, TikTok it's like literally the first one that will come it. up.
1: So he gives a woman a, a cat name, or.
0: No, no, no. Her so she's like this woman. Her husband's an African American. She referred to him as an ape, and <laughs> and, and her cat. And then he tells her about this cat name, which I don't want to spoil it for okay, you. Okay. But like when you see it, you'll be like, "What?" I remember. You know what? I'll just I'll just fucking call yeah, it up. Yeah. So so he yeah he says that basically he uh, that <laughs> yeah there it is here Yo, like turn it turn it up nice and loud. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> Her cat was named Vagina. And and so, and then you hear the crowd just starts laughing their ass off. And so, and and it was like that the whole time. It was this multi. it was like an hour long thing. And it looked, I, I only saw some snippets, but it looked like mm. a Netflix comedy special. <laughs> you know, like Louis C.K. or Chris Rock or something. They looked like that level. And I think because two things. Number one, I mean, I'm not like some political expert or anything like that, far, far from it. But like, I looked when you saw that crowd like clapping and applauding and just l- rollicking and laughter two things happened. like, I'm like, he's coming back. They're like, this guy's awesome. <laughs> Particularly when compared to like the, the wax mannequin they have now, you know, like old, creepy, dead corpse, uh, wax Joe, you know, who could barely know what the, where the hell he is. Like, Oh, he can string a sentence together. This guy knows where he is. Yeah. He's funny as hell. Like, and so people forgot, like even people who don't like him Yeah, who were like, Cause living over there, you probably didn't, you know, I mean, obviously you weren't there, but it was like exhausting.
1: Mm. Like
0: every day he's saying some weird shit. Mm. Like just every fucking day. Like he... I've
1: seen the fumbling, the,
0: no, 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 oh, Trump. no, no, Trump. Trump, Trump, oh, okay. that guy, you don't see him. They don't okay. bring him out. They hide him. Yeah. They, <laughs> they yeah. They hide, hi- yeah, they hide him. <laughs> <laughs> him like that. It's like on occasion you see him like stumbling around. You're like, whatever. But like Trump every day, he's saying some weird shit. You're like, dude, <laughs> this guy again. And so I think when he got banned off Twitter, Everyone was like, yay. But like, I think that helped him because people forgot. Mm. And that, yeah. And now it's been four years and they're like, he's funny. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, he probably wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know, bring him back. I think he's coming back. I think I mean, he's
1: it, back, it is crazy. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know enough about politics and, you know, I don't know exactly. You know, I certainly don't agree with everything. But what I do see is that he knows how to play a damn crowd. Yeah, he knows how to be always in the headlines. He knows how to play all of that, and that's yeah. a skill that in and of itself, and that's incredible from like a marketing perspective. Yeah. I literally, I literally uh, used to say this to my clients whenever they would write copy for their posts, for a client magnet post. They were too long. I'm like, short Donald Trump sentences, third grader level. You know, we build a wall, you know, you know, the catchphrases and he just knows how to do it. He's not even a politician. He's a marketer. He's an entertainer.
0: He's an entertainer. You know, And so just like then we had Ronald Reagan. You had. uh, So I think, you know, I I read this somewhere when he was first in office. It was like uh, FDR when the radio came out, he mastered that medium Mm -hmm. like Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And then when television came out, it was JFK with the famous nixon debate where nixon looked all haggard and because they had he had wrong lighting on him and stuff, obama, stuff like that yeah and his makeup and then kennedy just looked better yeah and then and then reagan to an extent like that as well because he was like this you know a, a movie star from california That's right and then obama he really kind of did the, the internet mm. where he was able to get the grassroots mm. campaign uh, funding and all that and then trump Mastered like social media, yeah, 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 with the Twitter the, and everything. So yeah, it. the short form, yeah, the, the clips, yeah. the headlines. And so one thing for me, as you know, somebody who's been marketing stuff, selling stuff on the internet for for twenty years now, it's like when my company and again, you were a colleague in that very company. You know, when we first started, it was we had the benefit of this national bestseller mm. coming out, where that become this became this like talking point in the mm. culture. Mm. You know, there was like a Halloween costume of the guy, you know, one year and he was on SNL and all this. And so when, you know, in that early phase of the company. People were just throwing money, just throwing money at you, you know, and like literally take my like that, that meme like Fry from Futurama, like take my fucking money or whatever. Right. And then, of course, we had a variety of like there were cultural shifts and then we had a variety of issues and this that the next thing, mismanagement, you know, a, a variety of problems that we kind of squandered that uh, look, I wish we would have taken like leverage that momentum a lot better. But anyway, long story short, you know, when you're like the Coca-Cola of the industry, you don't have to do much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then with all those issues, it's like, and then the cultural shift we see with TikTok, attention spans getting much shorter. This not the next thing sort of that the high of that, Cultural wave, you know, fades away. So okay, you gotta now you're almost like a regular schmo. You gotta work for your audience now, and so one thing that I see you do really well, whenever I watch some of those reels that you do, where it's like you turn into an old man at the end and ride your bike into the river, and all this and all this shit. Like I'm like, dude, it is funny. I wanna I wanna watch those. Like I, I want to watch. I want to see what the story is, <laughs> you know. And so particularly with me, when you know when you're doing, because my views dropped dramatically once on kind of the cachet and once we went away from the more let's just call it um, salacious content. Let's just call it, you know, it dropped off because now I branched out into more broad self-development, which is, it's not some like left field out of nowhere pivot. It's a net. In fact, I demanded if I was going to go into broader self-development, it had to make sense as a natural outgrowth of the previous content, right? Not just like here's Jeffy's watered down Tony Robbins nonsense, you know? And, And so, but here's the thing without that sort of salacious element a lot of times when you make a vid when i make a video it comes off it's just like a lecture and nobody wants to go to school you know what i'm saying so it's like one thing i've had to wrap my head around a lot in the past couple years i'm still doing doing this you know in a, you know i, w- I always want to grow my youtube channel and, and grow my you know get new fans kind of crossing that uh, that river to get to like a new market that's related but you know you do got to kind of get across and old people are the old fans aren't going to necessarily like the new direction and then the new people are unfamiliar with you and who's going to watch some like you know 30 minute lecture about like vocal tonality yeah. so like one thing i've learned it's got to be a story of some sort yeah. you know and they gotta be like what the hell is in it for me like what like don't give it to them all up front like let them sort of put it together themselves mm-hmm. and by the end they're like okay and and what there's got to be some kind of stakes mm-hmm. you know because back in the day you remember we had all kinds of stories yeah, 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 yeah. every weekend there was some crazy story yeah, yeah. i mean it's there still are for me but i just can't like tell many of those yeah. <laughs> stories anymore let's just say
1: i mean uh just to give the the listeners context here so Jeff and I, we used to both uh, work in uh, dating and personal development as coaches. And then, you know, I was stepped out of that in 2018, 19, started doing business consulting. For me, it was like, at that point, business had hooked me like a literal video game. Like, it was like World of Warcraft for me. It's like, cool. Instead of gaining XP, I gain, you know, followers and money. It's, it was like, it literally hijacked my brain. And um, and what you just basically talked about is like, you, you've also started rebranding to more like a charisma type of direction. And, um, and that's really, really cool. And I see it works really well for you. And you, you brought up a couple of really interesting points. Number one was the point that you had to figure out a way so that it's not a hard cut. Like, hey, I don't do the dating anymore, but here's the thing. And what I really liked about your content because I've been watching your stuff is like you, you made it really seamless. Really freaking seamless. And that was really cool to see. And then the other point that I just want to mention real quick is like you mentioned that it was, it was kind of hard to... To get off that oh we're the top people in the industry anyways fuck you it's super easy for us just eat it up to like oh we're now we're just one among others and that was extremely hard for me when I switched niches from the dating and personal development where I was undoubtedly among the top guys like you and Owen and Julian to like oh wait a minute now I'm in the you know make money online and now I'm just one of thousands of other fucking guys so how did you navigate that because I, I you know I see personally it's something. I've struggled with, I'm fully
0: committed now because you know, I've seen like my colleague, Julian, he, he crossed that river. Yeah. It's like, and here's the thing. It's like, I met a guy in Stockholm last weekend and he was like, he met me on the street at shore like, you know, by the mushroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The classic. And he came up to me he's like, Hey mate, I'm done. He was some British kid. And I was like, what are you doing out here? He's like, I'm a, I'm a dating coach. I'm like, Oh, so mm-hmm. you're running a program this week. He's like, no, I'm i I'm filming. I'm getting (laughs) getting some footage. I'm like, (laughs) you know, and I I took him aside. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to hate on you or, like, say don't do this because I don't want you, you know, encroaching on my turf. Far from it. It's like that has – you got to read the temperature of the room, man. Like, that's not really – well received in the culture these days, mm, 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 you know the mm, secret mm. filming and yeah. stuff like that. Like, and you're a young guy; no one cares about you right now. When I was young, I was really reckless mm. with my image and things like that. And like, you you know, you're a nobody. Like, no offense, but now, but one if they if you know they discover you and they decide to focus their attention on you, you will not like it. Yeah, and you won't get out of it as as a nobody. Yeah, I'm like you don't want to be like you don't want to be like me, dude. (laughs) Like, listen to your mom, get another job. Like, and he's like, but mate, I did it. I'm like, all right, I'm just telling you, dude. But, But here's the thing, like, you know, for, for us, we were, so it's like this, like there's a, there's, this is the way I see it. That dating stuff, it was a fruitful land of like, a garden of eden where there was fruits from the tree you could eat animals would come right up to you, you just kill them and eat them like they f- clean water except everywhere. for me i was vegetarian yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was like beyond burgers or whatever like mushrooms you know portobello mushrooms everywhere you could cook and uh but and now that's like withered and now it's like a, it's sort of like a a desert land mm. But there's still A couple little trees yeah. you, you can maybe cr- Climb yeah. up really high And get a, <laughs> an old mango Or something like that <laughs> You know And it's like It's like d- a dying place yeah. And so some of the colleagues That I've worked with Some of my cr- colleagues I'm currently work- working with The ego hit is too strong mm-hmm. They're like Yeah Here I'm a thought leader Yeah exactly Here I'm Coca-Cola mm. And then if I cross that river There's a lush area over here That's fresh But you're just You're, you're walled Walmart Cola, yeah. you know, you're, you're like a generic <laughs> Cola over here. And so like, again, like one of my buddies, he really can't, he can't. I think, I think just egoically cannot yeah. take, yeah. I'm not the best guy. And so he's like, they'll often kind of, you know, make pay lip service to making the transition but I don't think eternally believe it and then I have other colleagues who are just like desperately clinging over here to like mm. I'm gonna dig up every little tuber and root and until it's completely and there's gonna die there <clears throat> yeah, yeah you know because yeah, that's yeah. the thing so I'm like I can either cross this river now and the river's wide mm. and it, it, you might not make it across yeah you might not and it, it's gonna suck but if you stay there like It'll be fine for a little while, and like diminishing returns, diminishing returns, and then you're gonna hit a hard wall, and then you're then you're you're screwed. Yeah, then you're like what, like fifty five, and you're like derping around in these clubs, like. Mm. You know, and people are always like, Is this the last year? Is this the last year? It's like, I, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I love going out. Like honestly, going out and doing these programs, these infield programs, I'm doing one here
1: this weekend in Berlin. Where you're basically teaching guys charisma in the field, you're helping them, you know, present themselves, yeah, be cool, be out, funny, be social. Introduce themselves to people, you know, have have
0: fun, maybe even make a, you know, like a romantic connection with someone in the night. That's that's still the focus. I mean, like, how do you go up and introduce yourself to somebody in a in, in a smooth and skillful way, where the introduction is likely to be accepted, you know, provided that person's in the right headspace. How do you then introduce, you know, a romantic angle if that's what you're trying to do in a way that's not weird or jarring or mm-hmm. too pushy mm-hmm. or not pushy enough, you know? And yeah. how do you deal with all the various things that come up along that process and blah blah blah? You know, I go out there and do this, and, and here's the thing:
1: you just, have crazy, by the way, you're doing this around the freaking world. Yeah, like you're literally touring like a band. Around the freaking world, maybe before that you were in freaking, I don't even know, where were we before this? Before Berlin? Uh, Stockholm, Oslo, London, yeah. And then after this, you're going to Hamburg and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You're literally doing this around the world. I mean, I did this for four years. You've been doing this for 25 or whatever. Well, 20. This is my 20th year. 20 years. Insane.
0: First program I ever ran was January 2003. Jesus Christ. And I ran programs pretty much every I was
1: 13 years
0: old. (laughs) Every other weekend, you know, I had a kid who was like 20 last week and I'm like, you were born when I started doing this professionally, you know, I'm 47 now. And, and, but the thing is, um, yeah, I mean, these programs, a couple things, number one. They're the best thing I have going on in my life, I'd say, because like, you know, it is annoying. Like any job eventually gets kind of like annoying to an extent, Mm. you know, where it's like on Friday when you go to meet them, it's like, oh, it's like clocking in on Monday morning. But then once I sit down, I'm like, okay, here's the and I kind of hit the groove. It's like, boom. And then all these crazy stories and Mm -hmm. travels and the people you meet and the weird things that happen, the adventures. And then but most importantly, you know, when you see at the end of it, these people are completely I wouldn't say transformed, but they're completely well equipped now to make the transformation. Like in in Mm. the sense of if you go to a fitness coach for like a boot camp, Mm. you know, a three day fitness, fitness boot camp, like you're going to be better than where you were on the day, you know, on the first day, Yeah, you know, they're going to, they're going to look at you, (laughs) see if you have any injuries, find out what your goals are. Okay. Got an imbalance here. We need to work on this. Okay. Here's how we're going to, you know, physically PT this shoulder thing, whatever. Work out a plan for you, show you how to perform the repetition, the movements safely and effectively, show you how to use the equipment, tell you about nutrition, tell you about supplementation, blah, 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 blah. But then after the third day, like, you're going to be a little better on the third. You're not going to be jacked. Yeah. You yeah. know, but you know what to do. Yeah. So, again, these people, they, they were just, conf- most people are just fucking confused. They're, mm. they're, they're confused <clears throat> as fuck. And they're scared. And And that's another thing. They're really inhibited. So one thing I'm, I'm always saying is, like, if you want to get better at better social skills, it, it's it's contingent upon you understanding and acting on five concepts. Number one, what are the results you want, right? Like, how would you quantify the results? Mm. Like, most people, like, if you want to go talk to your neighbor bringing in the trash or something, that doesn't require special skill. Yeah. So, number one, if you want results, you want to date a specific kind of person, you want to be able to pitch sales, close sales, you want to be able to pitch, you, you know, navigate office spots, whatever the case may be. Quantify that. Number two, what are the demands that are going to be put upon your communication system by those results? Because again, Mm -hmm. if you're just going up and saying "What's up," and again, I'm preaching to the choir, but it's more for the benefit of people watching. If you go up and and you say "What's up" to somebody, that's not going to get you heroic results, (laughs) right? So it's going to require you to change your style of communication. And, And number three, what's the environment you're trying to have those results in? Number four, how. Is your conditioning inhibiting you from acting in the way that would get those results? And then number five, what can you do about that? So mm. on the programs we're doing, number four and five, it's like, well, number two, bringing awareness, like what you're doing ain't going to cut it. Mm. Number four, it's like, why are you inhibited? Well, because mm. you have these conditionings that prevent you from expressing yourself, so you don't get judged, blah 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 blah. Number five, here's how you can chip away at that over time. So, mm. you know, seeing these guys, these these students get better over time, it's, it's very gratifying. But here's here's another side thing. I'm curious how you what you think about this? Because it's been like a while since you you've done these programs. Because you used to do them all the time. You yeah. did several world tours yourself, and mm-hmm. so you're intimately familiar with what I'm talking about here. But back in the day, about probably what once or twice a year, you get what we would call a runner.
1: Oh, like run. a guy that just quits
0: the program in the middle. of The program, yeah, yeah. like like on the second day, he just doesn't show up. The yeah. third day, he doesn't show up because it's just too intense. Yeah. But now, and that was pretty rare. But you'd get them now. About once every program, you'll get a guy that just doesn't show up at all. <laughs> Damn. They 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 paid and they just don't just like like my buddy said. It's like you you bought a ticket to Hawaii and you just don't go. Yeah. You yeah. don't you don't refund it. <laughs> yeah. You just don't show up. Yeah. And I'll call the guys. I'll, I'll you know hey are you coming? They just don't respond mm-hmm. or or they'll be like oh uh,
1: I have an injury. I hurt my <laughs> I hurt my back that- or something. <laughs> I remember the guy that wrote a, where he couldn't go to the program, and you asked him to give like a doctor's confirmation, and then he like clearly <laughs> yeah. made it up. Yeah, it was like a forged. Yeah, it it was said like hurt foot or something yeah. like reason like injury hurt, hurt foot, hurt, and then like hurt. San Francisco
0: Hospital. It's like misspelled. Yeah, San Francisco <laughs> Hospital. It's like a doctor's note. But but the thing is, I think that now people don't show up. It, like this never happened <clears> before because. And I think it's because of the whole pandemic. It only started happening mm. after pandemic. Mm. So I think that the whole lockdown. The hermit lifestyle. lifestyle not to mm. mention like the fear messaging. Like people are are these vectors for disease to be protected against. Don't interact mm. with people. This and mm. the next thing. And a lot of, I think kids, young people came of age during that. Like, Ooh. in the U.S., you can go to the club when you're 21. I yeah. think a lot of people turned 21 during that, so they yeah. didn't go to the club, and now they're like, whoa, whoa, duh. Oh. You see them, they don't know how to act. Yeah. All, it's very strange. I mean, so I think it's – I don't when – when that ha- it happens almost every time now. Mm-hmm. When it happens, it's like, on the one hand, I'm like, oh – free money, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, cuz the they don't you'll never hear from again. Yeah. Cuz if they're not going to show up for the program, they're also probably not going to contact you and press yeah. about the the money or anything like that. So it's like on the one hand like thanks, but on the other hand I deeply dislike it because it's it about what it says about people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like a change in the Yeah. in like mass psychology.
1: I'll tell you why I think it is. Uh it when you brought the pandemic, it's hard for yeah. me to relate because during the pandemic, I, I had no pandemic. I was, yeah. like, I was in Kiev, which had official lockdowns. But Eastern Europe is like, Ugh, no problem. Come to a restaurant. <laughs> like all the restaurants. You, you would call the restaurant yeah. and you'd be like, hey, do you have a table for you? And you're like, oh, uh, yes. But come in through behind the door. <laughs> so you would come in through the back door and it was full, full, packed. Everybody was there until this one time this freaking SWAT shows up like <laughs> Ukrainian with like MP guns Bro. and stuff and I'm and I'm just you know me Eating being dinner. me you know I'm just ranting like I'm having a good time I'm just and then these crazy police SWAT team people come in with like masks and stuff and their guns and they're like, yo, we got to close this place down. And I'm, like, rambling. I'm on some cool story. And the guy, like, with the gun in his hand yeah. comes over to my table and he's like, oh, you <laughs> know, and I'm just like, no, English, and just keep talking my story, you know. And this guy, we had, like, zero authority. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, like, you have to leave, please, soon. And I'm like, okay. Did they, have I'm like, did they have, like, the front? Blinds yes, down? Yes, yeah, okay, they had the okay. full... Th- so, anyways, I had zero... Like, I was traveling around. I was traveling to Iceland. I was traveling to, like, freaking Italy and all... Like, I had the best time of my life. <laughs> no Switzerland... Like, Cyprus. No tourists. Everything yeah. was cheap. Yeah, zero people yeah. at the airport. I had the time of my freaking life. And uh, it was amazing. So, I, I don't know how much it was with the pandemic. What I think... But we're, that, like, not
0: normal people. Yeah, yeah. That's, either, <laughs> no.
1: That is right. Because then every time I spoke to, like, some friends from Austria, they're, like, yeah. legit didn't leave the house for two years. Yeah, And I'm like, ha yeah, good joke. And they're like, no, like, what do you mean? Like, I'm sitting at home with my mask on and yeah. whatnot. And I'm like, what? Like my sister is a teacher at like uh, middle Jeez. school. And she's like, just two years, the N24, what are these masks called, N24 n- masks? N- uh, N95. n yeah. 94 some number, <laughs> N24 is the TV, is the TV channel. <laughs> or is the, yeah, whatever. So they, she, two years she wore that mask. Every day for like eight hours at school. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're in Kiev. I had my thirtieth birthday during the pandemic. We we're, we we're invited forty people, rented a giant ass house, had just had, like for us, it was kind of like this thing that they talked about in the media, but it wasn't really real. Right. But, I, but to get back to what you said, like I think one of the biggest issues that guys, it's like we're getting so much props nowadays for participating or for saying we're gonna do something. You know, like the typical Facebook post, like just signed up for my first gym class. I didn't go yet. I haven't gotten zero results, but everybody's like, congrats, amazing. It's almost like this generation that is like, kind of like that I'm in or that I'm in the end of. Yeah. We're just getting props for doing things that we're for, for gonna do things, for signing up for things, instead of for fucking sticking to it. And then on top of that, you have this whole short attention span. So kind of like our brains are being are being trained to get results quickly. Nobody's being trained to like, do this thing for four years and then you get the results. It's all about like, how quickly can I get results uh, th- one of the indicators that I see this happen a lot is whenever I have like a super epic video, like a video yeah. compilation that we've worked on for like a week, and then some schmuck comments like, what app did you use to create this? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it's called hire a professional videography yeah. team, goddamn, Have them work on it f- full time. There's no damn app. So it's this whole idea of like there's going to be an app for this. It's going to be freaking easy. There's going to be a pill for that. There's going to be yeah. – now they're talking about some freaking injection to lose weight. It's dumb. Oh, okay? the Ozempic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That I've seen shit. that shit. It's, and and it's the same. It was, you know what? It was exactly the same with the pandemic. To get back to that, what the, the quick and easy fix? Just yeah. get the vaccination, you'll be fine. There was nobody talked about. Yeah, maybe get the vaccination. Don't get. I'm not talking about getting or not getting vaccination, but nobody talked about make sure you got vitamin D, make sure you're not yeah. obese, make sure you're not smoking, make sure you eat healthy, make sure you freaking move. Nobody talked about that because that's that's difficult, that's long term. Yeah. Just get the vaccination, and you'll be fine. Yeah, And that is the issue. Not the vaccination, but the fact that people were trained to just get a quick yeah, fix magic, thing. Yeah,
0: magic pill.
1: Yes, the magic pill thinking as opposed to like, hey, did you know that most of the people that never got COVID are healthy individuals that do exercise yeah. daily, that are outside, that have healthy vitamin D levels, that are nutritious, that are not overweight, and that are not smokers? No, nobody talked about that. I, I actually caught it like um – um about a year
0: in and it was not, I, I guess I got the other variant or whatever, but like, it was not even that bad. It was like, yeah, I
1: called it too. Yeah. yeah. It was like
0: an annoying, it wasn't fun, but yeah. like, it wasn't like I'm dead and my, <laughs> my taste is gone and I have these like lifelong problems subsequently. But you know, it's funny you were talking about these uh, Ukrainian police or whatever that came to you. <laughs> Cause I, last weekend I was in Stockholm and my assistant, he got, the, the police rolled up on him. Like undercover cops rolled oh, up on him in, the, in the club. Yeah, and they thought he was selling drugs. He, he's from so <laughs> he's from South Africa. He looks really shady. And he's like whispering in all these dudes' ears. And and, and, and he has like a man bag. And it just looks really shady. And, I, and then I sat down next to him and I was sitting next to him talking to him when the, when the cops rolled up. And they're like shaking him down pretty hard. They're looking at his ID and, and all this. And they're like, and I'm confused, because they, they, they're they not like typical Swedish looking guys. They, they almost look like Mexican. <laughs> I'm like, what, whatever the equivalent of like a Mexican looking person is in Sweden. The like Turkish or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell they were. But anyway, so they, they're like, hey, did it. And they're talking to him. And they're like, who are you? How do you know this guy? I'm like, who the fuck are you? They're like, we are the police. I'm like, really? I'm like, you don't look like police. Is this, is this a joke? I'm like, who the hell are you guys? Is it? I'm like, I'm like, you don't even have a gun. Like literally, I'm looking at their belt for a gun. I'm like. You're not, you're not police. You don't even have a fucking gun. And they're like, well, they're, I'm, I'm like, are you American? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm American. And, and, I, and I show him my thing. And then I'm like, this is a joke, man. I, I, I really thought it was a joke. And then they take out their, their badge and it looked fake. I'm like, I'm like, yo, this shit looks fake, dude. And he's like, no, I assure you, it is real. I'm like, oh, is it real? You assure me it is real? Come on, man. He's like, they're like, okay, you can go. You can go. Like they weren't, because I tell that story and people are like, they assume that the the police are going to be like, oh, this guy has a bad attitude. But the the vibe I got from them, they were just like, oh, dumb American. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're just like, not offended. Yeah. They weren't offended. They're like, oh, this guy's just like a moron. Like, okay, he can, he can go this this guy this Af- south, south african guy with the expired passport however yeah they, they took him they took him in he had to sit they in the took car one. yeah they, they had to sit he had to sit in their car for a couple hours and he had all these you know he's like a health guy so he had to like vit- like these weird pills these he, yeah. he had like b12 and like powder and like and they're like what is there like this you like you realize this looks bad mate right and, and he's like oh and he had to, like yeah sit in the car for a couple hours and this, that, the next thing but yeah like you, you know it's funny that you were saying that um in the pandemic, I actually did. I actually did stay home because you know what I do. It, it's it's kind of contingent upon you being in like nightlife environments, yeah. And most of those you couldn't even do. I was running small programs in uh, San Francisco in the mm-hmm. in the park, and that was like amazing because there's like nowhere to go after. Oh yeah, so you just be yeah, like barbecue outside, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and this is this is kind of again like maybe not the most PC thing, but like the people who actually were going out during that time were the people who. Like, weren't scared of it? Yeah. And who are the people that are scared of it? Normal people? I don't know. No, who are the people that are scared of the pandemic? Yeah, normal people. like blue hairs who are <laughs> overweight. Like so, so like the whole like quality level of San Francisco rose up like two points.
1: Oh, I was like, funny. damn,
0: this is pretty. This is a great time. This is a magical time. And you know, I kind of, I kind of liked because I've been traveling, you know, very extensively for for twenty years, and so it was kind of nice to not travel for a little while, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. people like us are like, where do you want to go for vacation? I'm like, home.
1: Yeah, Just sit around yeah, do nothing yeah. for once. And play video y- games. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Same, like yeah. play
0: some video games. Like. Mm-hmm. like Cyberpunk 2077, yeah. that came out during that time. Yeah, I was that's very, right. I was very pleased with that.
1: You know what saved my pandemic? My doom Eternal and Death Stranding. Oh my god!
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my! I tr- I travel with my PS5 now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I switched to a two suitcase setup, so I yeah. travel with my PS5 and supplements, and Doom Eternal and Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Best pandemic ever. Yeah. And Joe Rogan, <laughs> I, I listened to every... I was like, still no new episode, goddamn Like, because they're all three hours long. So yeah, I would just, yeah. like, instantly blast through three and a half hours right away. And then, like, craving for the next episode.
0: Yeah, but you know what's interesting, too, with that? Like, so Joe Rogan, you know, there, he'll have, like, a lot of... Ed, it's, it's, like, educational yeah, to very, watch a lot, most of the time. Very much, yeah. You know, he'll have, like, Andrew Huberman on or some, you know, yeah. intelligent person. So any sort of, like, thing... I mean, you could argue, you know, a video game isn't really you're not learning anything that's going to help your life, mm. but you know, if you're doing a lot, I mean, you're one of the biggest, probably the, well among, you know, top five hustlers I fucking know in terms of like nice. getting shit done. So you can afford to play a little video game here and there, you know, you, you, you mm. deserve it. Yeah. It's yeah. not just this mindless escape from reality yeah, where understand. you're like, again, you know, refuting reality and hiding from yourself and mm. your, your failures as a human being. But, um, you know like i was saying for me you mentioned like a lot of these these people that come on these programs or or engage with you know self development content or or anything like that it's like shelf help for them right like like you said they they like there's one colleague of mine who will remain nameless who like my program it's still very pragmatic mm. like i'm i'm there for people who are fucking about it mm. you know that's why i you know i keep the programs pretty small you know there's like 10 15 people tops that's like the absolute top i will have because otherwise you lose the bandwidth for individuals yeah and and I, when they're there i'm talking about like yo here's how you get shit done like mm. it's all like from the moment i started the moment I end, i'm not ranting about like rant like my political beliefs or any of this bullshit yeah. or like crying about my ex-girlfriend or any of this nonsense it's just like so you know i had a buddy of my, my one of my assistants he saw one of these other programs that like someone else runs he's like dude if if I went on that program, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> and, he, and, and I, you know, I'd probably ask for a refund. He's like, he's like, um, you know, I bet the people who go on that pro, program are fucking pissed. He's like, but you know what? From what I see, a significant portion of people that come on the program are going to be totally fine with that because they're mm. not about it. Yeah. They just want to come on. They want to feel cool. Exactly. They want to tell their buddies, I was on the boot
1: yeah, camp. Mm. Talk
0: to the guy from yeah. the YouTube. Oh, yeah, the guy. Yeah. Oh, oh it's to the too. guy. And, then, and they want to feel like they're cool and then feel like they... Did something. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I did something. Yeah. And then they can just go home and just, you know, f- jerk off some more. But like, yeah. you know, literally, p- literally and figuratively. So, so I think that a lot of people, you know, they're not ready for actual, they're not ready for the actual work that you say. Cause li- like you said, it's just, it's just a starting point. Yeah. You know, like back in the day when, when that, the book came out, the book, The Game, which is kind of like what sparked the whole dating industry, the dating coaching industry that we were in. You know, I remember when that came out. Because there was a subculture, like to, for him to write that book, he researched the subculture for like a, f- a couple a couple of years. And yeah. He went out with us. He was like essentially undercover, he was in it, Gonzo yeah, style, yeah. Gonzo yeah. style for real. Like you get, yeah, like Hunter S. Thompson, Yes. Yeah. like Hell's Angels. Like he was in it. And um, and then when it came out, and he he said he was going to put it up. We're like, oh, this is it, man. The jig is up. Everyone's going to know all yeah. all the skills. Everyone's going to be doing it. This like asymmetrical advantage that we had over regular people is going to be gone. Now it's going to be common knowledge. Of course, that never materialized. Why? Well, to quote the... Bodybuilder Ronnie Coleman. Everybody want to be a bodybuilder, but nobody want to lift no heavy ass weights. <laughs> like it, it's not just learning a couple lines or yeah. putting on like a weird hat yeah. and and insulting people backhanded with backhanded compliments or whatever. Like which is what that's what got filtered down into the mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Like you wear a weird hat and you
1: insult people psychological tricks like nagging Like that that's literally all that, that came of it. it it's no. it's funny because I, I remember I would I would run into so many people like I was already a dating coach relatively well established yeah. and all of a sudden like. In my freaking Alpine hometown, five thousand people in Austria. Yeah. People be like, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. I read the game, and I'm yeah. like, holy shit, you read it ten years before me. You must be amazing yeah. now. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, you know. I don't really approach, and I'm like, all right. And then yeah. I realized everybody knows about it, but not many people people actually execute. And to get back to what you said earlier, too, that was one of the things I really needed to realize when I transitioned from the dating to the business content, yeah. because I'm like, I hustled myself all the way up from like a, an unpaid Tyler's assistant. I remember I was assisting you at, at, in Orlando once and Tyler pulled me aside and he's like, Dad, there's one thing that you need to do on the yeah. whole weekend with Jeff. is like, make sure he shoots a video yeah. and he's gonna try to never shoot a video. And I was like, he's literally, he's like, he's whatever like, he says, <laughs> don't believe him, like push him. And I remember we did shoot that video, man. Yeah. And it was started raining and everything. It was great. I was so proud, man. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and <laughs> I never forget that he's like he will try everything to not shoot the video. <laughs> <laughs> You'll say he's tired. Yeah, yeah, yet, exactly. Yet. <laughs> and then, anyways, so I went. I, the key to go from the unpaid dog shit assistant <laughs> to you know like making millions and you know traveling the world it was just know that you are a piece of shit yeah. that you know nothing and grind it out. And I for me it was such a cocktail of unworthiness because the people that I looked up to and still do are you, Tyler, Julian. And I still believe every single one of you is way better than I am at everything you do. Like you, you have more charisma, you, you're funnier, you have more experience. Julian had the crazier game. Tyler had the, you know, the crazy rants to philosophy. And I'm like, yeah. who the fuck am I to bring? Any, what, what am I bringing to the table? So there was this feeling of not being good enough. Then there was this whole on top of that, this layer of anxiety of like, Max, you're 23. Are you sure? This is the right thing. Yeah. Like you could just keep going to university, get yeah. your degree and then and like financially, like I remember I was just racking up debt and my bank dude would thank God I used to go to school with him so he would always call me. He's like, "Hey, uh you actually have a student account. You're not allowed to go into minus. I was like yeah. minus 15k. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. There's money next week. Next week there's gonna be money. And I did this for like 12 wow, months. Dude. Wow. Just pushing it away. To, and this guy just. It's didn't like a have, small bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a tiny bank in, Like in fucking, Austria. Yeah, it's like 800 people town. You know. Yeah. So,
0: so he's probably getting yelled at by yeah. his boss. What are you doing with this guy? Like it's a student account. Exactly.
1: Like, he just didn't have the balls to be yeah. like, yo, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And I was like, next week. This for freaking 12 months. <laughs> And then all of a sudden money started rolling yeah, in en masse yeah. and he's like, Where is this money coming from? And I'm like, hey, it's my company, you know, so all this stuff. And the the vehicle that brought yeah. me from unpaid assistant to like making millions was shut the fuck up and hustle. And whenever you're scared, whenever you're waking up at four a.m. from a mixture of anxiety and, and jet lag, open a laptop, work until you feel better. That yeah. was always my key. And then I go from exactly like you said, from being Coca-Cola, from being amongst the best of the best in the entire industry to yeah. like Oh, now you're just one among many with, you know, the other, yet the next make money. Yeah, a voice in a crowd. Voice in a crowd. And to be honest, like, it, it was really, really tough for me. It took me about two years to yeah. really get my fucking head around it because I'm like, I'm Max Torno. Yeah. I'm the guy. And then we would have people on a call and they're like, yeah, but like, you know, I was on the call with this guy and that guy. They said exactly the same. And I'm like, fuck. And really, 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 over like a two year period, I had to completely understand that, yo, I have this ego. I didn't even know, because right, I, I had this ego about never having an ego. I come from the dating scene. I don't have a fucking ego, but I built an ego. It came in through the back door without me even noticing it. So I had to let go of that ego. I had to realize, okay, Max, You may have made millions with the first business, but that doesn't entitle you to making now millions with the second one. Even though we did right away in the first year, we made like three or four million. But at the same time, I had to completely rebuild up my authority, rebuild up a sales team, made sure that we can actually sell to people that are not just fanboys from the first business. It took me two freaking years. Yeah. It took me two freaking years. So like Like crossing that river. Exactly. Crossing that. You might not make it. Exactly. You might not make it and, across and the I river. And I really might not have made it. There yeah. was months where we were really close to getting down to zero. And me like, right. really, fuck, what am I going to do? Maybe go back to the dating thing. But I never wanted to get back because I never thought I wanted to be a fucking quitter. And I never did. And ultimately, it ended up working. But it was yeah. really fucking hard work. And I needed to realize I'm not entitled to anything, number one. And number two was I needed to adjust the, the marketing because we yeah. were used to turn the camera on rant for 3 hours yeah. fuck it yeah, yeah. most of the time i didn't even have a topic prepared i was just let's shoot a youtube video and i'll just ramble people will like it and they did but nowadays there's 50,000 other youtube channels in yeah, similar fields there's instagram tiktok so we're now approaching this with like what's the topic what's the hook what are the first yeah, 30 yeah, seconds yeah. Because the first 30 seconds is where you're going to lose cold traffic. The fanboy is going to endure boring three, 30 seconds. Like, yeah, oh,
0: they'll, they'll, they'll endure boring three hours. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Before you get to the point.
1: <laughs> but but some cold traffic, dude, I always put it like this. I always tell this to my clients too. Imagine that the average person who doesn't know you yet is sitting on the toilet, <laughs> scrolling through their phone with one hand on a vape or something like that, and the other hand just scrolling, and they're like, boring, boring. Boring. Here comes your content. Hey, my name is boring. You know, they're not even going to care who the fuck you are. So if you're not able to blow someone's mind or say something outrageous like Donald Trump or say something that they've never heard about or in any way pattern interrupt or hook me, you're not going to get new people, new eyeballs on. You're going to just cater to the same fucking fanboys. Or like, oh,
0: I like him, I guess. I remember that old guy. Exactly. And eventually it'll be just like a nostalgia act.
1: Exactly. Instead of someone that legitimately says, I I came across you, content freaking hooked me. I didn't know what was going on. Next thing I know, I'm buying the program. I fucking love it. That was one of the biggest lessons I had to learn is like, you're not entitled to shit. doesn't matter how successful you were in the past. You need to adjust your marketing. You need to adjust to short form videos. That's the thing now. And it's going to be the thing for the next couple of years.
0: Yeah. And then it'll be another thing, but you know, a lot of stuff that you said there, it's, it's really, really vital for anyone who's like trying to do a similar thing. I mean, I think that, um, with our business, it, we, it was kind of one of those things we stumbled into you know, yeah, true. like we were in the right place, right time. We were part of this subculture, this weird kind of movement that then became this other thing. And then we were able to capitalize that. I mean, to be fair, we did have the vision to like put it together. We did execute on it and we did get the right people together and capital together and all that stuff. And we executed, but at the same time, I don't think any of us got into it to make a million dollars. We it was yeah. a it was a lifestyle it was a lifestyle business. 100. percent You know that's what it was. It was a lifestyle business, and I think that a lot of guys like in the in the company, they never wanted it to be. They just wanted like, as long as I can keep doing my lifestyle as it is. I don't want to save money. Like yeah. again, some of the leaders, like the, the guys who started have. I would be surprised if they even have 10 grand in the bank. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be surprised. I, I'd be absolutely shocked you know and um and they don't care they don't care for it so it's like okay what's going to happen when they're like 65 and yeah. you're not able to be doing this shit anymore
1: no long term planning
0: yeah yeah and mm-hmm. so you got to be thinking about that and that's why I was like look you know for for example my buddy Julian you know he he went across to he does trauma uh, trauma coaching and stuff like that, and it's, he's he's making way more money than he ever did That's amazing. doing the dating crap. That's amazing, well, like like ridiculous. But of course, it's a hard, it's a tough road to hoe, so to speak, until you mm. get there, mm. right? And I think that w- the thing that made you get there was you were always like. Watching you, it's like yeah, you didn't have the best game of, of anyone. You didn't have the best like the crazy vision or the philosophy. You didn't have, you know, maybe as as be- as good of humor or anything like that. But you know, what you did have you had the the, the craziest fucking work ethic. Like you were hammering fucking videos. <laughs> yeah. You just hammer them, and you're refining your process. It reminds if you ever read that book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, I'm pretty, pretty much everyone probably who's like watch watches you regularly is or interested in self development has but there's a story in there. He talks about like a photography class. I don't know if it's like a real story or if it's just like an anecdote or in a you know, fairy tale, whatever, but it's like at the beginning of the semester, the professor says, okay, here, the class will be judged by halves. This half of the class, you'll be judged by the quality of mm-hmm. one photograph you submit at the end of the semester. <laughs> this half will be judged on just the quantity of photos you submit. <laughs> Holy shit! And then, so, you know, the more, you know, if you, the more photos you submit, the higher your grade. Mm-hmm. This if we're going to look at that one, the one photograph and just judge you on that. So at the end of the semester, the, the quantity group been far better quality than the quality. group. Huh. Why? Cause they were iterating, 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 uh. iter- so Like I'm just going to make as many photos as I can. And so and in that process, they're trying, okay, I'll try this composition style. Okay. I'll try this lighting technique. I'll try Like maybe this content. And so just by doing so much of it, they got better at it. You know, and I remember like, you know, you launched a, uh, I think when you launched that first pro- product, you did with the mountains as the, the... natural, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you had this like really kind of epic um, video. It was almost like a, a short form, like short film, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was where you're trailer. like walking yeah. down the street in like Stockholm or something like that, and and it was like, I was like, holy shit, no one on the team has ever done mm. something like this kind of ambitious. Mm. You know, like I remember our buddy Alex kind of did little like music videos and stuff like that, but it was like this is kind of a different level and I think it's because you put in so much fucking work and I like what you said about um, you know most people when they when they're bored or they're, they feel like shit what do they do they flip open TikTok and they'll yeah. scroll through it and, and just like become this mindless consumer of content you know again to to, to basically run away from this unknowable reality where they can might be faced with their own failure etc cetera, etc cetera. you know for me I, like personally I, I still succumb to that from time to time but I like switched it out like if I'm Again, in the airport, or I'm like sitting on the, the the toilet or something, and I flip over my phone. Now I go to Duolingo. And so, for the yeah, last six months, I've just been studying German. Like, and I, you know, I went to some restaurant the other night. I could understand what the guy was fucking saying that's to me. Crazy. And it was crazy because, like, I knew I was coming to Germany again. And I, and I was like, I, I, is it enough? Is it enough? Is it enough? And I was like, it's not enough, dude. I should have studied more. But then I got here and I'm like shocked. I can read the fucking signs. It, it doesn't just look like this gobbledygook, and <laughs> these guys aren't like you know. It's funny too. Sometimes I I follow a lot of German TikToks and stuff. And <laughs> Dude, so
1: really, mercy yourself for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah, because you know my girlfriend, she's German. She's from Berlin. She's, ah. she's East German. We're actually like you know, uh, uh, uh what do they say? Via Besuken, Dinah Elton, oh, Maxis yeah, yeah, no shit, uh, in it's Hamburg. My in in Hamburg, shoot, huh? It's from, it's
1: from ersten Mal for the first time.
0: Yeah, ersten Mal, yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah, ersten Mal. And uh, but anyway, so I was like, "Is it enough? Is it enough? Is it enough?" Oh, oh yeah, but in, so I've been watching these these German TikToks, and then uh, so now it started showing me the Austrian painter <laughs> as well, and Wait, like, what? speeches that he's given on like, TikTok. Yeah, in the Wait, ori- what in the original German. <laughs> And now it's like you say like, oh, yeah, I read Rilke in the original German. It's like, no, now I watch Austrian painter speeches in the original German. And I can understand it. Like before you, uh, you'd you watch it, like as an American, you watch that guy like giving you speeches and it just sounds like, like, you're like, what the, just like like some weird little dude yelling. And now you can understand what he's saying. You're like, oh, oh, <laughs> he really does not like these fucking people, dude. <laughs> this. this,
1: this He really doesn't like these guys, dude. You know, the craziest thing is that it's now coming out that we didn't learn in history is that he, like, Hitler was pumped with amphetamines for like the better half of like 1940s. I I read that book, it was uh, called Blitzed. By his, by his doctor? Or something yeah, and where, they like
0: inject him with like this weird mixture of like amphetamines <laughs>
1: and all this other shit. Like, yeah, he's all I mean, fucked up. Mussolini tried to get out of the war and then Hitler was all tired from yeah. the traveling and then just shot him. And uh, like, give him some more. The yeah. doctor is like, and after, you know, after three hours, we gave him the injection to do, the, and then he demanded one more. <laughs> he's like, give me more. And then Yo. apparently he just goes in to yeah. Mussolini and just yells at him for three hours, just speaks at him. Like not speaks with him, just at him. Yeah, you know, I was like, da, da, da. and then Mussolini da, 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 apparently da, da, da. stayed in the war. was <laughs> some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah so, and, and now It makes total sense When you hear these Crazy speeches Like that's a guy That's high he's on crack He's up Yeah He's, he's high on Or there's the
0: one Where he's like At the Olympics And he's like Tweaking yeah, out Yeah he's, he's twitching yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit I saw yeah. that too Yeah But I think that um, what yeah, the, My
1: uh, grandma was there At the Olympics Oh at
0: the 1936 she, Yeah the <laughs> she
1: was part Of the opening ceremony Holy shit She still talks about it She's like Yeah I was that's there fucking it's crazy, crazy dude cra- She's 97 now Yeah my yeah. grandpa
0: Just died He's 103
1: Crazy Yeah it's right. like
0: We got good uh, genetics I guess on that, right. on that side of but i think that one one last thing i wanted to say like on on you kind of coming up and everything and, and just for anyone who's doing entrepreneurial stuff i mean it's a fucking hard it, it, look entrepreneur you know when you're doing good you're doing good but when you're doing bad it's like a lot of yeah you're fucked. stress you and up, yeah. and you're up you're awake at night you're thinking about what am i gonna do yeah. blah blah i'm fucked this, highest
1: this, highs lowest lows
0: you know and and so I think that what a lot of people need to understand too, it's like when you're your own boss, it's so easy to just fuck around and not do shit because (laughs) like you're not going to see the negative results immediately. Exactly. It'll be like like, delayed a month when you don't get paid and then you're like, oh, snap. You know? But the thing is when you're trying to do everything, well, first, that's another thing. You got to delegate. And, and, you know, a lot of people I think think are afraid to spend money, you know, up front.
2: Yeah.
0: Or, you know, for me, one of the biggest things is I'm, I learn how to do everything you should learn how to do everything like you should learn how to video edit you should mm. learn how to do every aspect of the business you should learn about the finances otherwise again was we saw in our old company you know you're at the mercy of this like opaque mm-hmm. financial thing and who yeah. knows what the fuck they're doing with yeah, that money exactly. stealing it embezzling it yeah. getting lawyers for their cat shit like that <laughs> like literally dude literally lawyers for their fucking cat. You know, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, you know, so you should know everything, but at yeah. a certain point, you can't be like, I was like, well, who's going to know, who's going to edit the, they're not going to do it as good as me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so that's like a fault of you not training the people good enough. Mm. And, and then, or, or just like having the ego where you can't let it go. Yeah. Right. But, but the thing is, there's a lot of spinning plates. That's the biggest thing. There's so many, like, you know, on a daily basis, there's so many, like as an entrepreneur, there's always something to do. Yeah. You're never yeah. A, you're yeah. never to point yeah. like there's literally nothing I could do for the business right yeah, now. Always. There's literally nothing I could do. I'm totally free. You know there's always some shit you can do. And there's like again, spinning plates. You got to keep all these in the air. So if you're like if you're doing it haphazardly and so and again, I had like I relied on the infrastructure of like the organization which was probably pretty dumb, you know, like for for many years. And like, you know, it's good to have that infrastructure, but you also got to motivate your fucking self. So it's like if you're not if you're not paying attention like so i would just kind of go haphazard i'd be like okay today i think i'll do this today i think i'll do this Oh, maybe mm. i'll work in a video like da, da. it's like i now i have to schedule every fucking yeah. thing out like i'll schedule out a day i'll schedule out the week i'll schedule out 3 months i'll schedule out a year in chunks of 3 months like what's the o- overarching plan are you are you hitting these metrics every week every day like are you hitting these things cuz otherwise you don't know what the hell you're it's like it's like if you're trying to get fit and you just like, kind of, be like, oh yeah, I think I'm eating right. Or you go to the gym, and you just kind of jerk shit around. Like, yeah. okay, I think I'm doing good. Like, you're not tracking it. Like, I got, I was in, I'm basically obese right now. But like last year, I was in probably the best shape of my life at age 46. I was, I was like ripped, at, you know, because I, I was going to the gym twice a day, and I went oh. for, I went for seven months. You know, but because I was like, I'm getting kind of, kind of fat. I'm getting kind of old. You know, you got, you got to run faster to stay in the same place. And then I had like this kid I was traveling with and he didn't drink and he's like, he was really about the gym. So I started going with him and you know, I kind of have to ask it and I got better the first month, but it wasn't enough. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, fuck this. This shit ain't working. More severe measures need to be taken again back to every monitor, every single calorie that goes in the mouth, every single one. Like, otherwise you just don't know what the hell you're doing. You just don't know. And, and it's, so it's gotta be like the the actions need to be thoughtful consistent and sustainable thoughtful meaning you're not flailing around haphazardly mm-hmm. you're monitoring what needs to be monitored you have a plan particularly in in entrepreneurship you have to have some kind of fucking plan or else you don't just don't know what the hell is going yeah. on you know and if you don't have a plan you're, you're fucked so that's number one it's got to be sustainable consistent where you're doing it on a regular basis yeah. and it's got to be sustainable where you can because again you know i see guys that they'll work like in in four days they'll work like i don't know some ridiculous amount of hours in four days versus a guy who only works four hours a day over six months, but he does that every single yeah. day. You yeah. know, he's going to get more work done. He's not going to burn out. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think that anyone who's kind of wanting to do that room like that, those three words were, I have it up in my office. Thoughtful, c- thoughtful, consistent, sustain- thoughtful, consistent, sustainable. No oh, shit. Yeah.
1: It's funny that you mentioned that because when I started teaching business in 2019, we would give him all the systems, all the how to's, And some, especially younger folks, would have problems executing, right? And they would ask uh, because in my head when I created the program, I'm like, "This is what you need to do. Go do it," you know? Because in my head, I came from like grind Ah!" all day, (laughs) and it's like too much for them. Exactly. And then, and then people would ask things like, "It's overwhelming." How? And I'm like, "So did you do your numbers? Did you do the, you know, did you do the DMs and that?" And they're like, "No." And I'm like, "Why not?" Well, I tried to do it, and then. Uh, next thing i know i'm on instagram and i'm scrolling down because i got a notification and i'm like wait a minute you're not you're not putting your phone on flight mode while you work and then and then he's like what why and i'm like okay who here isn't doing that and then everybody and i'm like oh you guys don't even know how to do how to do the work ethic thing yeah so i literally created like an extra module with like the most basic for me the most basic shit of like uh, get your sleep right. Make yeah. sure you schedule, just like you said. Like, so schedule out what you need to do. Write it down. Put your fucking phone on flight mode. Just don't look yeah. at. this Just turn it on. Do not disturb for forty-five minutes and until the task is done. Mine's make, always on do not disturb. Yeah, yeah, yeah always. always, always. Even like this. Like, look at this. Like, I even change it
0: so it's like not a colorful. Thing. It's
1: like, <laughs> it's like a
0: monochrome, like <laughs> boring. <laughs> yeah. like, like, it's not. It, it's not compelling to look at the phone. Exactly. So, yeah.
1: so because for me, I'm like, of course you do that. What the fuck? Like, we're. Yeah. I, I completely got shocked by like people that were like six years younger than me they didn't even have that yet yeah and a, then i released that work module and people are like it's so mind-blowing I'm like it's mind-blowing <laughs> to eat clean get sleep I have yeah. a schedule like it was just the most basic of basic things but that's the reality of nowadays that's people now and that's i'm like i and i said this years ago Already, and also props to Tyler because he said it years ago. He's like, the biggest commodity that you're, the biggest advantage that you're gonna have in the next years is the, the time that you can pay attention. Yeah. And it's like, it's getting less and less. People are going to be distracted more and more. And if you're someone who cannot be distracted or at least not be distracted as easily, if you're working a nine to five job, you're gonna out-compete all your colleagues. If you're working in a business, yeah. you're gonna out-compete all your competitors. It's like, it's like
0: a work-induced ADD. Yeah. right the, yeah. i i read something in like harvard harvard business review or something like that it's it's like there's a new add but it's like ad something d but it's like literally just from notifications like you start your day Shit. and then all of a sudden now there's a whatsapp now yeah. there's a slack thing yeah. now there's a, somebody calling you now yeah. there's this and it's like boom it just keeps it's coming from all and you get distracted and so you exactly gotta be able to turn that stuff off. I have you know? I
1: have on Do Not Disturb, and a cool thing is, I mean, the cool thing is like if you use technology right, because everybody's like technology is so sort of distracting. I'm like, motherfucker, you just don't know how to use it. Yeah. If you use technology right, it can actually help you stay focused. So what I have is I have the do not disturb mode on, and, yeah. but you can you can put in exceptions. Yeah, I have so the exceptions. I have two exceptions that can always go through. That's number one, that's Nico, that's our head of sales, in yeah. case he's like, blah, I have this guy for whatever twenty eight K can you help the call replay yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. And my girlfriend. Yeah. Like in case, like she knows she's instructed to like if there's some shit hitting the fan, call me. Yeah. Don't matter when. And of course, the what she does is she sends me cat memes, and I'm like, God damn it! I told you, you know. She's like, Oh, sorry, I forgot. You know. God yeah. bless. But uh, yeah, in essence, like that's it. And now yeah. because the other thing <laughs> is when people put it on flight mode, they're like, But what if? Or on, on do not disturb. What if there's something important? Well. Denote the people that could give you important news and make that an exception so it comes through. It's that that simple, and then you got it.
0: It makes you wonder, too, like back in the day before we had this shit. I remember I was alive back then, (laughs) like where you just didn't have a phone. Like you you tell your friend, hey, I'm going to meet you here, and you showed up, and if they weren't there, they just weren't there.
1: Yeah, like you just go home. Like you can't
0: call them. (laughs) You're just like, I guess they're not here. I I wonder what happened, and you just go home. Like literally, like how the hell did we even deal with this shit? Like I remember very well Like yeah I mean you know And then drinking out the hose And all that shit The Gen X Stuff Like people are like Why are you drinking out of the hose It's like Because we weren't allowed In the fucking house (laughs) Yeah We would like go play (laughs) in the woods till it got dark, like and like throw rocks at each other. Like, that's literally what it was.
1: We just jumped off cliffs, yeah. That's what we did (laughs) in Austria, yeah. yeah. Just we we lived at a lake, it's like fun, yeah. Like, once it came what became May and like the water would get 12 degrees Celsius, like it's warm enough, just jumping with your clothes on. (laughs) Whatever logic, the clothes would keep you warm under water. We would just jump off cliffs. Like, all almost all my friends have had surgery, (laughs) broken back, broken bones. This one guy drove switch, switch, so reverse with the skis into the woods. And of course, hits hits a tree with his head. (laughs) Then they needed to cut his skull open to pump the blood out because of the swelling and shit like trepan his his skull yeah (laughs) Yeah. six months later he's just back on the skis and he's doing the same same like everybody got hurt everybody got hurt like freaking crazy and let me interrupt this podcast episode real quick for a quick word from our sponsor psych we don't have a sponsor because we're making already a ton of money only thing I'm asking you if you enjoy this podcast episode so far if you're still listening give it five stars give it a good rating drop even a comment how amazing would that be wherever you're listening to this on Spotify iTunes wherever if it has an option to rate this podcast give it 5 stars right now and let's go crush let's continue but uh yeah man like i said like really one of the one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on on the pod on the freaking podcast is because dude man like you know like you fucking changed my life man like and 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 for me the most mind-blowing thing and i still wrote this down in my old diary on my old pc somewhere yeah i'm like for me the most mind-blowing thing was to go from like oh i know this guy jeffy from the videos yeah. to like holy shit i'm hanging out with him and it's not like a fanboy, but yeah, I'm like, I'm running insane. programs together with him. Yeah, it was insane. Like, yeah, we're like colleagues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A.K. Uncle and nephew, yeah. <laughs> if you still remember that shit. There's still people who message me who are like, so Jeffy's really your uncle? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I got a new type of situation like that with this kid, uh, uh, this kid Eli. Um, he started, He I saw him on a program and I liked his energy because he's like, Really crazy like
1: so he was a client of yours.
0: He was a client. Yeah. He was on the program He transferred on to mine because he's on Owens. He didn't like it. Ah, he's like this shit's for it's for pussies like, this is <laughs> bullshit. He, didn't, he didn't like it. So they're like, okay, we'll put you on a Jeff one You can go on as a you know, you can go on to the Jeff one and he liked that and so I remember we're in Miami we're in Brickell and he sees like some, some woman walking by and she's in a big group of dudes. And it's like these big kind of like scary looking black guys, right? Like very kind of, you know, stereotypically scary black guys, right? Mm. And he just rolls up into the middle of the group and he's like, talks to her, He's like, hey girl. And the guy's like, yo, 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 yo. You know, like in his face, he's like, what's going on, fellas? And it's and like the way he said it. They're like, ha ha, ha. They just start laughing because it's so like disarming and funny. And and he's not like a, he's not like some little dude. Like he's like, He's like, you know, 6'1. He's like in really good shape. But he's like, hey, he looks kind of like Leave It to Beaver. Like he's kind of like, hey, (laughs) fellas. And they're like, this motherfucker. And I was like, yo, I like this dude, because he's like, he's like fearless. So then he came on another program and I was like, yo, you should just start traveling around with me. And then we'd go into we go Imagine
1: this guy just like, holy shit, I get invited to just travel around the world.
0: Well, yeah, and then and then we uh we so we met uh we started traveling around and then look, when we'd meet people, I tell them, yeah, this is my son and da, da 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 da. And I was a sperm donor in 1998. And evidently they have a box you can check that says, you know, that the, the child can contact their, their parents when they come of age. And he reached out to me on Facebook and, and I, I guess I checked the box. I don't know. I was on a lot of drugs back then. And, and da, da. so, and then people, we started saying this and then people on the internet were like, is this really your son? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so it, now, now I have a, I have a, a nephew and a son and a whole, this whole family and everything. (laughs) then he's traveling around with me and then uh you know we're we're doing all this crazy shit and then i remember um well he he stopped you know he stopped traveling around with me because uh well it's kind of a long story i won't get into all that but uh yeah, it's it's very on PC as well, All right. but but yeah, but uh, but then uh, anyway, so now he's he's in like Texas, he's selling like solar panels or some oh, shit, no to like, shit, yeah, it's a, something like that. He's in, he's he's got a Tesla now or something like that. So no, he's doing well, but yeah, it's interesting because you know how how do you get into that position? Well, I think again, like look at that. Like I just thought the kid was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like this guy's funny. I like hanging out with him. And when I go out with that guy, it's like I used to work at a hotel and. I I was the manager of the parking department.
2: <laughs> I remember. So yeah, so Sorry. I would I would
0: hire people. I would I would do all the hiring, <laughs> and it's not like a skilled job, right? Could you drive a car? Do you have a, a license? You know, do you have any criminal you know criminal record? Whatever. And these people, they would come, and they all pretty much are qualified, you know. And I think it, most job positions, like if people are applying, they're generally going to have like the minimum qualifications, right? Mm. So if you go into a job interview, it's like. I hired hundreds of people I also fired hundreds of people but Mm -hmm. it's like when I was hiring a person I was literally I would literally just think to myself I'm looking at this person I'm like I'm probably going to be spending a lot of time around Uh. this person Will will I want to spend time around this person yeah like are they cool like or they seem like a fucking weirdo or like just I wouldn't like being around them yeah fuck you the person I like. And I think that's literally what it is. It's like, yeah. do they like you? Yeah. I mean, you know, all businesses, relationships, that's 100%. all it is. It's like 100%. an exchange of value with, with people who essentially you like, you know, cause like one thing that you probably, I mean, I'm sure you do know, you remember from like the dating stuff, like it's easy to make somebody like you pretty easy. You can go up and make somebody like you in a short time, provided mm-hmm. you, you, you're just not a complete weirdo. And you know, you know, you know, a little bit of the basics, it's another thing to make someone trust you, but it's quite another to get them to like, take some sort of action on your behalf. Yeah. Whether it's like, let's go t- t- together to the after party, or let's, you know, in the case of business, like become my client, mm-hmm. take out your credit card, mm-hmm. give me the information. Like that, you have to be able to like, trigger a desire in them. Mm-hmm. And that's where like, things like persuasion and stuff come in, and you know, uh, I mean, again, you probably do, you're very successful, I'm sure you do. You have, a, you, you you don't just have a sales team that does this thing, like you said, if there's a big client, you jump on to, yeah. you know, to, to cross the finish line. So yeah, I think that it's one of those things that people, they kind of downplay, you know, the communication so skills.
1: True. So true. I mean, the funny thing is like, we learned sales from stage, mm. you know, you and I remember we went to Bill Walsh's seminar, which I still think of like freaking every week, fucking Bill Walsh. Yeah. Right. Incredible guy. I love that guy. Um, and, and, so we learned to sell from stage it was really cool because when you sell from stage, you just kind of talk at this crowd at yeah. this like, um, how would you call it? Like, like, like conscious, like bobble of consciousness, A nebulous
0: mass, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: nebulous mass yeah. and then say, who wants to meet me in the back? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, so you, you do the, p- and I've had this like freaking 80% of the time I pitched off stage. I pitched, pitch is yeah. done. And I'm like, if blah, 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 if you like this, go get up and go to the back and yeah. sign up. Zero people got up. Yeah, so well, like, okay. I, I've been there as well. Just keep talking, you know, and then you talk and then and then you say one thing just like, oh, and by the way, you know, if you think it doesn't work, if you're bald, whatever, you're bald, like blah, blah, blah. Here's some kind of SMO. And all of a sudden, like eight people get up and just go to the back. It was really cool because you could literally see the exact moment where someone makes a decision yeah. to buy. And then when I switch to f- f- more or less out of necessity to in-person sales, because like I said, we transitioned from the dating thing and the first one and a half years was just fans. They would like go on to yeah. the sales team, that, like the sales team would objection handle. Yeah. In reality, it was just fanboys that wanted to buy anyways. We yeah. just sold so easily. And then yeah. all of a sudden, we switched more and more over to cold traffic, meaning yeah. people, I mean, I get people on now, like 90% of people- they're Never like, heard of you. What, wait, what, RSD, what is this? Yeah, never What does it, it stand for? Like, You did dating before? I didn't know. It's really cool, like I can recognize now, Yeah. I, I was, we were in Paris and we had the Pantheon, like this huge man. And some guy comes up and he's like, holy shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's some RZ. And he's like, I saw your ads on going viral. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you don't even know the previous dating program. So now people yeah. come up to me because they see the ads and stuff yeah. like that. It's really cool. Um, but I had to switch. We, 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 re, we went from, again, that ego thing from like closing 4 million in sales from just fans to like, wait a minute you don't know shit about actual sales because yeah. unless it's a fanboy, you can't even freaking That's what we said. It's like this this easy fan, like they're throwing money at exactly. you. Exactly. They're literally throwing money at you. So now I have to step in and be like, okay, what's going on here? And I would listen to my closers, like back then at a closing team, and either they left or I had to fire them because they, they just couldn't even handle the transition to like, yeah, the guy said he has to think about it. I don't know. I tried everything. <laughs> and then I would listen to the replay. I'm like, bro, you fucked up everything. You didn't listen here. You didn't pitch the right thing there. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not even handling real objections. But this was a guy, granted, that had been closing 2-3 million a year alone. Off fans. Off fans. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm and I had to face the harsh reality, and so did everybody individually in the sales team. You don't know shit about sales, dog. And that's yeah. way harder than someone that comes in from zero. Someone that has peaked into paradise already. And yeah. now you're telling him, Oh no, no, no. Yeah, you go back and you go start sucking again. Yes, ego. It's eating a, it's, shit yeah. all day. Exactly. So then I had to learn how to do actual like in-person sales. I mean not in person, but on Zoom on a one on one basis. And what I still do, still do to this day, and this is something I tell to our advanced seven-figure clients as well. These are clients that are making 100K plus a month. I'm like, if you're not daily on your sales meetings, we have daily sales meetings with them. They're all an hour long. Well, we're sharing wins. We're motivating the guys. We're looking at freaking closing calls. You know what I did One before this very podcast? I was heading to the gym to do fucking leg day. On the way there, I was listening to a closing call replay by our top closer on two times the speed. It was a 15-minute walk there, 15-minute walk back. Yeah. That's 30 minutes and 30 minutes. I get an hour of closing call reviews in. If I make my steak over there, I travel with my own steak frying pan. I make steak every freaking day. I listen to freaking closing call reviews. I do this every single day. Sp- when I'm traveling, it's a little yeah. bit less, but usually I do I do every single day two freaking closing calls per day. And I'm, it's just added, it's exactly what he says, like repetition, consistency, making sure that this is on point. And even our top closers, our top closers are 40, 40, 44% closing rate. I still listen to their closing calls and I still find shit that it, can get, that it can make better. And the funny thing is, business owners come to me and they're like, oh, you have to dick around every day for an hour to fucking talk to my goddamn closing <laughs> team. I'm like, that one hour that you spend. <laughs> is making you so much more money than anything else in the fucking world like yeah. it's making you more money than a fucking video is making it's such high leverage just the fact that you're fucking step and the thing is I didn't yeah. even know I know fucking sales cuz all I did was go sales off stage and then all I never did a I I mean I did maybe four or five closing calls myself completely by myself but what I did was doing 12 years of fucking personal development and dating advice. So I'm listening to these closing calls and I'm like, I've never really done closing myself, but I can see prospect is uncomfortable here. I can hear prospect says this one little comment here that are that they're saying that, that makes the steps look boring and so on and so forth. So I'm like, you guys don't see this? You closers who've done 2000 closing calls? I see this because I have years of dating advice behind me yeah. where I was, meticulously trained on paying attention to every single small nuance that the person that I talk to is dropping so I'm like this this and this so I'm basically kind of teaching dating advice personal development advice to my closers just to teach them empathy listening and doing the right thing in the right moment perspective taking exactly like,
0: like yeah all it's that crazy. stuff. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that because like, for example, our, our buddy Derek who used to work with us, he was always on the sales yeah. every day. Like daily he was talking to those guys, daily. True. And, and that was like the main focus for him was just, and that's why he was so successful at it. True. You know, and, and so, yeah, I mean, really, and it's kind of interesting because, you know, with that dating, it's like you're, you're it's really these understandings about human psychology yeah. that are permitting you to, Again, just have, have like an emotion, like an, an empathic accuracy where you can read wh- where they're at. And, you know, need, do you need to back off a little? Do you need to go harder? Do you need to pull the trigger? Do you need to fucking, you know, build a bit more trust, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, it's interesting to think because when we were doing it, like the focus from, like, what's that old saying in business? There's three kinds of people. There's like the artist, the entrepreneur, and the manager, Right. And so when we started, we were like full artists. Yeah, like, art. like 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 okay, art. I want just to make the best program. Yeah. I want to fulfill. But again, one thing I've been learning more and more and more, like as over the years, is just fulfillment is not growth.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, on the yeah. other hand, you have some people who are just uh, their fulfillment is complete dog shit. Yeah. Like like literally they'll have some kid write <laughs> the yeah. program for them and then they like and then they hire some coach that's just like not even good yeah and then they won't even go on this like the, say it's a, like a mentoring program they won't even go on the fucking calls they have yeah. like some little rando go on the calls and then yeah. the, the people are like what the hell is this well word of mouth's gonna spread on that like exactly you know their program fucking sucks and it's it's not what it's cracked up to be
1: i mean seth golden even says like one of the best ways to promote your program is by having a real good fucking program yeah but then on the other hand like i i feel like i I've, I've
0: often been in the the opposite like fulfillment is not fucking growth. Like mm. so when I'm running a boot camp, that's like you know 15 hours that's like that's like a Friday a Saturday and a Sunday that I'm not growing. Yeah. You know true. that I'm not working on the business and so you know it's you got to have you got to have both but I think that you know the focus was like well I'm I'm fulfilling the programs. I'm doing the programs are amazing. You know, you'll get that word of mouth. And to be fair, you know, you do have that kind of like legendary status from doing that over time. And people are going to work with you again and again and again and again. Like, again, it's it's funny. Like, nobody really talks shit, shit about me like that I've seen, you know, even like the biggest fucking haters that have like their own channels that they dedicate to hating. Like there's this, this one guy who we won't name, but like you probably know who it is. But he's like, this fucking guy sucks. He has like whole channels like skits about and uh, shit. Like, da, 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 da. but then he's he like going through the. Pro- There's like one. Somebody said to me, I don't really watch that kind of shit, but like he's going through like the roster of products that our company. And he's like, oh yeah, this fucking shit, this fucking shit, this <laughs> fucking shit, know. this fucking shit, this program garbage, this program. And he gets like Jeff. He's like, oh Jeff's cool. Anyway, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Cause I, I, <laughs> I was like, really? I was like, I was, I was like, oh, he's getting to mine. What's he, what, t- what shit's he going to talk about mine? <laughs> I was like, oh no. He, all right. <laughs> you know, because like, I've always been like, trying to be like really OG, like keep it, keep it fucking real. Yeah. But you know what? I want to, I'm curious what you think about this. Cause I, I, um, and this is kind of like on a tangent now, but you know, obviously the big topic these days, it's like AI chat, GPT, blah, blah, blah. And I, it's funny too. Cause I see a lot of these like sales guys trying to like write copy with Chat yeah, GP, yeah, yeah. And it's so like for me, I can spot that shit from a mile yeah. away. It's like it's got a very, especially now it's been out a while. It's got a very like certain.
1: It's got this tonality weird vanilla voice. tonality yeah. to it. I, I have a funny story about that. I had this client actually in the dating uh, niche. They think I can just make ChatGPT do all my emails. It, literally. And, and he's like, what do you think about my VSL script? And I'm reading it and I'm and it starts like the first few paragraphs. I'm like, this is so generic. Like yeah. I help you the dating life of your dreams. And I'm like, this is way too generic. Like, especially nowadays as a dating coach, you need to you know, yeah. your method needs to be specific, and result needs to be specific, and target audience need to be specific. And then like I'm reading it and I'm like, wait a minute. Did you have ChatGPT write this? And he's like, How did you know? And I'm like, Because it's so fucking generic. And that's what people think, because I actually think ChatGPT can be great at copywriting. Yeah. But what every lazy fuck does is they're like, Hey, ChatGPT, write me a five minute script about the thing. And then ChatGPT spits it out and they're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Copy paste. Copy paste, yeah. And when in reality, you're like, Okay, you read it and you're like, Okay, uh, this is too generic. Make it more emotional. Add a story about. Uh, my beginning Humble beginnings When I was 18 yeah. I got rejected by the first girl In high school uh, Make it shorter there Make the second paragraph More snappy Add a hook about Blah 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 In the first Like you still need to know What you're doing That's the thing It's like Like a buddy of mine He's uh,
0: he, he does brand work And stuff like that And he, he's a, He's really good at design And he's like You can know Photoshop cold You can know yeah. After Effects cold But it's like What are you gonna do With that tool Like just Doesn't make you a good artist Yeah Just cause you know How to like Paint, it doesn't make you a good artist because what are you actually going to produce? So like when I use that chat GPT stuff, like I'll use it um, to get ideas for a video or to yeah, like yeah. compare this with this and like how do they relate and what's the historical context and da, 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 da. Or give me like, you know, I've been using it to read like, because I, I read a lot, right? So I have, but I have a bunch of books that I bought and like never read. Mm. You know, like I have like probably 200 fucking books at my library at home that like I didn't fucking read. I'm like give me like a, a, you know, a chapter by chapter breakdown of this book I'll and then, and then I'll scan the, then I'll read, I'll flip through the book and I'll and I'll kind of read along with it. So I'm like, okay, that's done. Because it was a book that's not really that important for me to read, but yeah. it's like, okay. And then if I like it, then I can go deeper and I can say, okay, well, how do the, how do the ideas in this book relate to um, say, uh performance or, or charisma okay that's an interesting idea and then i'll use a story or an anecdote from my own 20 years of coaching and elaborate yeah. on that yeah so it's like it can be good to like generate like blank like, like like very fundamental ideas or rough outlines for stuff but yeah i think it's uh, you know it, it's like a calculator yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you know true.
0: It's, it's just like a tool yeah but if i see it's funny because i do see a lot of that now where it's like <laughs> very clearly <laughs> it's like some copy that's just like churned out by this bullshit yeah
1: and it's again it's it's like right now it might work it's exactly the same shit that happened with the pandemic yeah. the pandemic sifted out a lot of fucking um wannabe coaches and uh, we we call them like uh, like sun, sunshine weather closers they can close <laughs> in so weather sunny you know yeah and it, it's kind of like to relate it to the idea of of uh social dynamics as well as like Every guy, like imagine it's your fucking birthday and on your way to work, some girl smiled at you today. Yeah, every guy can have great social success when it's a, their a good day. Yeah, When it's their birthday and someone smiled at me and they're good. The, the real people that, that actually get skillful at this, they're able to snap out of a shit day and yeah. still get great results, still be social and all that. It's exactly the same with what the pandemic did. It's like all these wannabe coaches that were just dicking around, all of a sudden, swoosh out. And the top 50, <laughs> 25%... All of a sudden, they grab that market share that's now empty, that's now left over, and they became even bigger. And it's exactly the same with ChatGPT. Now, everybody's using ChatGPT, and they're going to get rudimentary results with that fine enough. But guess what? As soon as people understand, oh, there's just some ChatGPT shit, those people that actually give a damn and are actually saying, OK, instead of just typing it in once, I'm going to work 30 minutes together with ChatGPT to yeah. make the copy really bulletproof, make it really nice and actually give a shit. Those are going to be the people that are always going to be prevail and then grab that leftover market share that is just being left over by all the fucking idiots that are going to give up after a short yeah, time. Yeah, you
0: know what it's like um, how people would complain back in the day about tinder and they're like well tinder there's so many dudes on there yeah the the signal to noise ratio is so bad and you it's hard to get noticed and this and that. but i always viewed it as well most of those dudes on there are morons yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's a it's an example
1: it's it's a chance to shine in contrast exactly it's yeah actually, it's the in, same principle it's actually in your advantage because yeah it's very 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 true i always bring this this funny story up from my from my high school days like there was this like really nice looking Christian girl in my class. Like literally, look like an angel, like blonde, long hair. She would always a have, trad wife. Yeah, yeah. She would literally have like <laughs> both her hands yeah. at the table. Just would always sit in freaking first row. Mm. And if she would do well, everybody's like, yeah, of course. I mean, look at her. She's a yeah, little proverbial I mean, angel. Never talks back. Proverbial. And then they had they had this like Max Torno guy. This like long hair, Metallica shirt, cut off the own sleeves. And I, I saw beard. the I saw the the photos. Yeah, yeah. you saw the yeah, photos. Yeah. And then and then I would do well, and they're like, holy shit! Yeah. Did you hear that? Teachers literally would talk about yeah. this like, did you see this this crazy metal kid with the long hair? He looks like a school bully, but he got an school A at bully. The, uh, he got an A at the bio- biology class. you know. So yeah. the contrast yeah. was much, much stronger. That's exactly the same on Tinder, it's exactly the same if you're a coach and you're like, especially in, in in crowded niches like fitness, dating, and so on and so forth, if you're able to stand out, you're actually letting the shitty work from all the wannabes yeah. help you yeah, because you're standing you. out in contrast.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're going to, again, we're going to see that. And, and the thing is like, we've been doing this without the benefit of those things Yeah, true. for so long mm, yeah. that now we have the skills and if we add that on, mm. so it's, yeah, it's not going to absolve you of work or it's not going to absolve you of, of, of having to actually put work in. But yeah, it's been like tremendously helpful for me um, just to, to use. And, and it's one of those things I saw and I was like, as soon as it came out, I'm like, well, the first things that I did, I'm like, right. A, a story about Trump <laughs> and like going to finding love in a Japanese high school, or so, you know, like weird stories about. The, and he's a vampire, you know, like it and, and, and put out these weird stories like with Garfield, <laughs> <laughs> and he's gay, and, 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 it, and it, 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 you know, stuff like that. But just I'm, challenge like, ChatGPT. Yeah, I mean, literally, we're just using it to do dumb shit like yeah, that, yeah. that. Like the guy who showed it to me, I don't know if you remember this. This, this kid, we called him Gandhi. No, and he was this mind. assistant of mine who he worked in tech and he made like, he had some arcane knowledge of, of like some kind of very specific like legacy system or something. So he worked and he was making like 250,000 a year, not even going
1: into work type no of thing. Shit. No, yeah. I, I, have I ever met him? I
0: don't think. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he like lived in my house for, for a while and, know. um, and he uh, got involved with us. He started doing everything. And then, and then he went to uh, Burning Man with Evil Jimmy and they took the van there and then he never kind of he kind of never came back. Oh, he got got on some acid or something. He got something. And he started doing these like guided shaman trips over in Berkeley and shit. shit. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, man, I'm moving out. I'm renouncing material possessions. Uh, (laughs) Do you want my Mercedes? And I was like. sure i guess are you, are you sure about this he's like yeah i don't care i don't want this shit no more and it was sick it was like an slk 230 and it was like a like a a, a drop top hard top convertible Oh no shit! yeah it was awesome i'd take that shit like i'd be like take it up to napa top <laughs> down amongst the vines i remember one time i i, I went you out still have that car well no what happened was i i um so I i had the van and then i had the the mercedes and i would I remember this one girl I met her and I this actually became my girlfriend for a couple of years. I, I, I met her and I picked her up or uh, you know, it was on Tinder or whatever. I met her and then we I took her home in the van. Yeah. And we hooked up and then I was like, So you wanna see each other again? She's like, Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm like, How about dinner? And then the second time I pick her up in the Mercedes. She's like, Wait, what the hell is this? <laughs> she's like, I thought you drove that van. I'm like, Yeah, that's just for fun. This is my real car <laughs> and then she's like, she told me later, she's like, I knew that you were a Fucking jokers When you did that shit Like oh here he is Trying to do some little thing oh. look like he's cool Like she's like I knew, I knew he was He was doing some shit But then the <laughs> funny thing was It got to the point where I got so sick of um, Like kind of playing The musical chairs With the street clean The parking ah. You know cause you gotta Move it around So you yeah. don't get a ticket And stuff like that I'm like I gotta get rid Of one of these fucking cars And I was like well gotta keep the van
1: oh so so
0: i got rid of the douchey sports car and then i I gave i gave i gave the the mercedes to evil jimmy and then he just destroyed it within six months it was just yeah it was just destroyed like like just drove it into the ground like fucking crashed you know moron and then so yeah that was that was the end of that but i forget why did i bring that dude up um
1: What were we talking about? ChatGPT. He showed it to you. Oh, yeah.
0: He's the one that showed it to me. And he was like making it do weird stories about Trump and going to high Mm. school in Japan. Like, and so, you know, that's what I said. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, yo, this is going to be something special. Yeah. Like you should start to learn how to. Prompt this and yeah. and and use it for different little things and
1: I use I use it
0: every day. Yeah, it's amazing. Day, we
1: yeah. also teach this to our clients because you know not everybody knows how to copyright it or you know create create, yeah. create client magnet posts so We're like use it, but again, you need to be taught how to use it. Yeah, and it's funny. It's because because you said like you you started using ChatGPT just to fuck around. Yeah. it's exactly what we used the internet for in the beginning. Yeah. like nobody was like cool. Let me whatever learn access yeah. the documents we would just be like oh like let's check out ufo websites and like crazy conspiracy shit and they like, oh, go look at this osama bin laden's face on a bikini girl you know like that's what the internet used to be used for just to <laughs> yeah. joke around just to osama dick around osama bin laden on a bikini <laughs> <girl>. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like i remember all do you remember these AI. these javascript games where you, like, do you remember this? Maybe it was not your generation, but it's, like, these browser games you could play on the browser, like, rooftop skating, where you just have, like, the stick thing, and you would I play I mean, they have rooftop. it in, like, Google, right? With, like, the exactly. little dinosaur Yeah, that shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. that's what we used the internet for. Yeah. It was not used to, like, spread a message, create a following, do business. freaking like, Well, it's business. funny, because
0: I'm, I'm like, almost 50 now, and so I remember when internet first came out, you know, literally, you know, we had dial-up and all that shit, and then, like, little BBS systems, and... If you wanted to download a picture, you just leave it on overnight so you get your JPEG in the morning. Like yeah, like exactly. literally, literally.
1: Like a song. You download a fucking song for well, like two that, hours. That even
0: came later. But I had friends who got involved with it back then, and they just got some entry-level little network administrator thing. And now these guys, you know, again, it's 20 years later, and now they're making a quarter million a year, yeah. you know, and, and they barely go into the office. You know, yeah. they, they're just because they got started in it you know and i'm like damn i wish i got started hell in 2008 2009 i remember one time i was sitting i went to san diego and I was staying with these two guys And who kind of hosted me up I was running a program there And I was in their like You know guest room mm. And there was some computers That were just like running there I'm like what the fuck is this I like, go oh, it's called Bitcoin Oh. I'm like what oh. the fuck is that They're like uh, It's like the, It's a cryptocurrency And it's gonna be a, I'm like oh that sounds weird They're like yeah you should do it I'm like oh yeah, yeah I'll do it Oh <laughs> And those guys are fucking Multi fucking Like tens of millions of dollars now Yeah And they're fucking morons <laughs> Like these guys were fucking <laughs> they're not like some genius guys yeah. but they just got on the shit so now whenever i see some like emerging thing where people are like there's kind of a buzz about it and they're telling me i should look into it i'm like don't fuck this this shit up again don't, don't in 20 years be like goddamn i wish i got bitcoin yeah you yeah. know so again this is kind of one of those title sort of sea change kind of moments i think yeah you know but who knows what'll, what will what will develop
1: in it you know yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. By the way, when's when's your birthday, man? I'll, I'm I'm making the habit to write down. On your uh, Jan birthday. 16th, Martin Luther King Day. Oh, ooh!
0: I'd often get that off of school, dude. <laughs> and as such, I always felt an affinity with Martin Luther King growing
1: up. Oh, January 16th. Yeah. All right, for everybody listening and watching, write it down. You know, 1976. You did this periodically where you tagged me. At a happy. random day, happy birthday, and then yeah. I got like a bunch of happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to my nephew, yeah. and like people would just
0: like send all these well wishes to your way. Exactly,
1: yeah. I, I would be like, t- I would wake up to like a bunch of tags. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, what you said, January 16th? Yeah, there you go. Boom. What is this? There is no end. What is this? No end date, goddamn. All right, there we go. And repeats yearly, every yeah. year, man. What's gonna be your new, your next? moves so you're doing charisma well, what's saying what's in the bank um basically i'm
0: i li- so i i when pandemic came out yeah I started doing it in online mentoring because that was one of those things that we had on like the plate for you know the back burner for many years but, like we should really do something like that but then <clears throat> when pandemic we were kind of forced to do it mm. so i and I had just put out charisma mastery so I cranked I cranked this new mentoring out and I started doing it it's an eight week program but then Like, I've been running it for about three years now, literally three years this month. Mm. And so in December of last year, I was like, you know what, it's time for like a rehaul, an overhaul of that, you know? So like, let's break it down, like tear it down to the studs, you know, and rebuild it back up. Because when you run something for three years, you get a sense of like, okay, what works? What doesn't work? Yeah. Like in the case of you, you're like, okay, these guys don't even have basic, you know, uh, work management, you know, time management skills. Okay, they need that, add that in. And additionally, you know, I... I take a lot of mentorings and stuff myself. Um, you know, it's one of those things where we, like we talk the talk and walk the walk. Like everyone should have a mentor, but it's like I take them as well because I know we can't be experts at everything, you know. So I take it for singing. I took a, 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 oddly enough, a crypto thing a while ago, you know, something for the markets, this, that, the next thing. Um, And so I see how much of a demand those people, those programs like asked on my time Mm -hmm. and like when you're the guy making the program, you're like, it's the shit they're going to dedicate. You you think that they're just going to dedicate their whole life to it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, You know, in the case of business, they probably will, you know, like they probably should. But, you know, in the case of something where it's kind of like this side skill or something like that, it's like, yo, people have a job, they have their family, they have this other stuff going on, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to distill this down to where it's, like, just as impactful, if not more. But, like, it doesn't have to have the kitchen sink in it. And then it's missing this. And then I added some challenges. And I added, like, a a, a book list that dovetails with it and everything and some different homeworks. And basically re-recorded the whole thing, revamped it. So I've been running that this year. And that's been really exciting for me. Like, I'm like, it kind of fired me. I'm like, okay, this is like very impactful. By the end of it, people are like, again, I hate to say they're like a different person, but you can definitely tell the people that put in the work. Mm, you know, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're, you can see they put in the work and they're on the path. And now they have the skills and the understanding to work on that area for their life by themselves for as yeah. long as they want to. So that's really cool. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, and, you know, just doing cohorts of that. And then additionally, my plans, you know, i wanted, I've always wanted to do, um, Program is about developing humor, yeah, right, yeah. Because I'm not like a stand up comedian or anything like that, and I'm sure that you know there's people that, that do you that. You could be, though, you yeah, honestly but, but like, you could be, dude. <laughs> but it's like, okay, what goes into that? So, like, like I did with Charisma, you know, the program Charisma Mastery, I like broke down into molecular detail, yeah, the uh elements that go into charisma and creating that. And and same same with this mentoring, you know, we talk about things like the face, the voice, the body, mm-hmm. in terms of like nonverbal communication, mm-hmm. as distinct from what you verbally say. Talking about how like those kind of inner guidance modes, how your emotions intersect with that as you're trying to communicate with people, how your intuition is giving you things like like uh, sort of impulses of things to say or do but very often your intellect comes into play to kind of oh, no block shit. that you know so are you're, you're going
1: deep man
0: right is your intellect like a bridge between the inner and outer is it a barrier yeah so you want it to be more of a bridge again a bridge has guardrails but still so again intellect emotions how intuitions intersecting with this Um, And then going inwards and upwards, like the various skills involved in charisma, like creating energy, structuring things from event to event, understanding where your concentration lies, developing imaginative capacity, developing different ability to, uh, to sort of adopt different stylistic choices when you're communicating. And then just juggling, all, coordinating all the things that go go into it, yeah. developing core confidence as opposed to situational confidence or fake it till you make it confidence. Like yeah. how do you how do you do that? So Damn, so you have, you have an understanding. Yeah, you have so you have an understanding of like what's the value fucking what's the value proposition. I mean, you know what sales? If you think that your program sucks, you're gonna have a hard time closing the closing someone on it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. The this, yeah. this charlatan tricking them. Yeah, same exactly. With, same with dating, like imposter oh, syndrome. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly, you're gonna think that um, deep down you'll know that you're tricking them and it's such you're not gonna be able to, to sell congruently. So how do you develop that core confidence and self-esteem? What are some practices you can do? Yeah. Then on the back end, like actually developing conversational skill, developing frame control, developing persuasive So that's ability. all in that mentoring program? Yeah, each week does like a different I one know. of these.
1: It's eight weeks you said? Yeah,
0: and then, then we talk about conflict communication, like how to defuse like up to and including potentially violent situations, you know, because I'm sure you we, we see that when you go out <laughs> and you meet some jerk out of the club or even like, you you know, a corporate beatdown, like some abusive manager, office politics, things like that, um, just unpleasant conversation with family members yeah. the neighbor, you know, the tree line or so, whatever. Um, the
1: tree line yeah, is I, too close you know, to my – Yeah, like how do you deal
0: with this stuff, you know, and, and not like get, let your emotions get the best of so you. I saw
1: you put a – I saw you put the bottle into the non-bottle recycling. The that's a problem. <laughs> I hate to say German. this German. You're getting your deposit back. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to uh, a rock festival here in Germany. It's called Rock and Park. Yeah. Dude, by the way, you should... Go if you can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you my ticket, man. Yeah. I have two tickets. Where is it? Dude, it's in Nuremberg, man. It's in freaking... It's June... What is it? Two to four? Foo Fighters, Limbisket, Oh shit. Rise Against, Tenacious D, Arch Enemy. Yeah, I've seen this. Dude, Tottenhausen. If you listen to Tottenhausen, German punk rock band. Yeah. Honestly, if you cannot want... Come, I'll give you my. I mean, I'll look into it. Yeah, for you, like I can give you the ticket. It's two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, I mean, sure. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for that's not a reason for you to come. But yeah. at the same time, like, dude, it's gonna be amazing. And anyways, what was I gonna say? So, the German festivals, and there's a there's the equivalent, the Austrian Nova Rock festival, which almost always has the exact same con- the exact same lineup. You go to an Rock festival, you literally after the first day, it's a three day thing. You walk on trash. Oh, really? You walk the whole. I thought you
0: were gonna say the opposite.
1: There is no, no, no trash. No, no, The Austrian, the Austrian version. Yeah. It's literally trash everywhere. Yeah. The German equivalent, no trash. Yeah, it's very. The real. rules are you put it in the rules. bin, and there is no trash on the floor. It's incredible. It's, it's whatever two hundred kilometers between these two places, oh, but like, one is in Germany, one yeah. is in Austria. It's like, like you don't cross
0: against the light. <laughs> like uh, what, so, what do they say? It's like uh, uh, Rotgänger, Totgänger. What, what the fuck is that? Cross on red, dead on red. Like oh, cro- de- yeah, cross know? on red, cross on dead or something. Sh- <laughs> rotgänger, Totgänger.
1: Oh, I didn't even know that. Also the, uh, the 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 storsluft. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stossluft, Stossluft, yeah. There is no bad. There is
0: no schlecht wetter. Only schlecht kleidung. <laughs> no schlecht kleidung. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo You also had I remember You had the resonator program Where mm. you had this With this uh, With this uh, An elderly um, this woman w- That's my coach This woman that did The voice training That was sick Yeah I And you probably did Put a lot of elements of that Into the charisma program Well that's
0: Yeah Like again There's the The, the week one Where we talk about the voice So we do a lot of like It's like basically Twice a week uh, you know, you, we have we have meetings. You know, there's meetings twice a week. There's yeah. an accountability call, and then there's like a the actual exercise call where we do a bunch of these different exercises. So how many them. calls do you have per week with your, how many Twice a week, yeah.
1: Two, two per week. Two Sick. per week,
0: and then over the course of eight weeks, and then you know, there's various little homework. And those and are stuff. with you, and, yeah. Damn. With me personally. And so and and then so, yeah, it's very it's very cool. It's, like I said, it's very gratifying. And again, we you know, I think that's important. You know, like I said, I'm, I really like fulfillment. A lot of people like yeah. it, I almost like it too much. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's like, all right, let's get in there. Let's let's that's the only way to really get comfortable with these kind of energy uses you fear, let's just say. Mm. You know, because that's what's preventing, like I said earlier, that's what's preventing people from being charismatic is like the conditioning to not be judged, to kind of stay in your fucking box. Yeah, that's why people have inexpressive face. That's why their voice is just boring, like not yeah. necessarily monotone, just cadency. I mean, I I, I hear, it, I'm sure you hear it, like when you're on these calls, like, with, like I'm I'm on like like I take a lot of other mentorings, and they'll be like, okay, Johnny, what did you learn this week? And they go, like, yeah, I uh, learned <laughs> that the 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 dude, bro. Yeah. Oh wait It always says Can you hear me <laughs> like, Yes no, we will tell you If we can't hear you Okay <laughs> But yeah So calls twice a week Little challenges and, yeah. and bonuses And stuff like that Yeah So it's been really cool So eventually I want to do um. where we'd have Like a, the charisma mentoring And then we do A humor mentoring Where it's the same Eight mm-hmm. weeks And mm-hmm. again We systematically develop humor And then I want to do Like a, just a broad creativity one. Oh, sick Like and break down Again like and, and both of these Break down Like what goes into Being a creative person What goes into Developing your your capacity yeah. to be more creative or to be more humorous yeah you know and kind of like dig into like all the, ver- the various kinds of yep. of things over eight weeks but again that's in the future right now I'm just kind of doing the also I'd like to do a, like a live um like version a, yeah like yeah like like a live traveling kind of stuff. because you know I you know this too you know you like to travel I don't you know I don't want to be the zoom guy yeah. You know, where nah, it's just like, I said, okay, sit down in, in front of the Zoom every yeah, week. Nah, it's just like, that. there's got to be that element. Maybe not as hardcore as I've been doing it, but, you know, there's got to be an element of like traveling and meeting people face to face.
1: How do you, how are you traveling right now? Do you have like set up assistance? What's your uh, system like?
0: You know, kind of, I've been doing this so long that everywhere I go, I can like call somebody who's like, Hey oh, man, no you shit. still live there? You want to come help out again? Like, you know, no shit. it may have been a couple years. Like, so when I came through, through here, Um, This time, I got this guy, like I was traveling through Scandinavia with back in 2019. He's called Viking, because he's like like a really tall dude. He's got a big beard. He just looks like a Viking. He's just like this really big Norwegian dude. Yeah, so Viking I was traveling with. Shout uh, out to Viking. Shout out to Viking. He's a funny. He's a funny guy. Very, very Norwegian fellow, and uh, <laughs> and then I'm traveling with uh, this German guy through here, and uh, and then the South African kid that got uh, arrested, <laughs> Deported. arrested for his B twelve, <laughs> for his B twelve and his like ground up, uh, you know, fish oil, or like whatever the hell it was.
1: It is funny, man. Every time I traveled into Ukraine i remember i had creatine with me you know yeah so of course they pulled me out and they find the creatine is a white powder yeah and the guy's like cocaine and i'm like like literally like the arnold schwarzenegger cocaine you know yeah, and yeah. i'm like yes this is how i smuggle cocaine in my luggage in a container you fucking <laughs> idiot you know like no and i'm like pointing at my biceps like it's creatine, you know yeah it was so funny uh <laughs> <laughs> I guess they have to do that, right? But like, but come on, like that's how you want to catch the guy, asking him if this is cocaine, <laughs> you know? Like this is how <laughs> you're gonna like, get yeah, him. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you got me there. Bro. Got me. Yeah. Book me, dude. You know, this one time it was so funny. Uh, something similar happened to me that happened with you in, in, in Sweden. Um, I'm traveling in Sweden. I, Sweden maybe. No, it was not Sweden. It, that happened to you while you were in Sweden? Oh, okay. For me that. it happened in Copenhagen at the airport. Okay. And I'm just like airport mode, you know, like sunglasses, noise-canceling yeah, yeah, headphones, yeah, yeah. just airport rushing mode. From, yeah. So I'm just like it, it's like a layover thing so I have to transfer <laughs> flights. And I'm getting in and this this also same he looked kind of like a homeless person. <laughs> Uh, like a little Filipino guy, like Southeast yeah. Asian, like little darker skin. It's like undercover. Exactly. With yeah. like a shitty leather yeah. jacket with holes. Yeah. And and I'm just walking from A to B. And he's like, yo, you know, I was like trying to wait. And I'm like, no, thanks. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> You think he's like trying to sell you something? Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, even though it was at the airport, in my head, in my dermo, I was like listening to audiobooks. some homeless guy, you know, so I'm just like, yeah, no. Yeah. And he's like, yo, and like grabbing me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like. Blah 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 control like blah random routine customs check custom, and yeah. and I'm like, What? No, you're not and he shows me his badge, right? And same like it he's like fake. it looked fake. So I'm like trying to grab it and look at yeah. it, and he just slaps my hand yeah. and he's like, Come <laughs> with me. And I'm like, uh, I guess whatever. And then he walks into this side door yeah. that he scans his card, you know, he scans his card, beep, and it opens the, and like I'm like the Durka Durka room. And exactly, and I'm like, Holy shit, you are customs yeah, controlled, I right? what the fuck? And then he's like starting to dig in my luggage and he's like, What's this? And I'm like, This this is my Rolex. And he's like, And what's this? And it's like this is my second and my third. <laughs> and he's like, What are you trying to sell these? I'm like, No, I just like to wear them on different times of the week, yeah. you know? <laughs> trying to sell these? Yeah. <laughs> like literally that's his brain. Like that's what he they can't comprehend. Exactly, yeah. And then so and then, then the he's hell, like, All right, man. get the fuck. And then I'm like, trying to apologize because I felt horrible thanks for like talking shit to him yeah and day. I'm like dude I'm sorry I didn't know you're I mean you clearly don't look because the thing is he then also talks through his like iPhone cable microphone Yeah. and I'm like yeah you're trying to act like this is your you know like usually they have like a proper microphone <laughs> yeah are you using your fucking iPhone cable mic- yeah, like the, the white hanging, one yeah, yeah white, like yeah, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck and I'm like hey listen just really sorry I didn't know and he's like yeah, yeah get the fuck out of here <laughs> it was so fucking funny man you don't believe it when it's really happening you know I don't know. Well, it's
0: funny, too, because in those countries, it, I think it's it's kind of like almost good. Maybe they hire specifically people yeah. that don't look like. Well, it's like undercover. Know? But, but yeah. this, it's like they have if they have time to do this bullshit, <laughs> it means that it's probably like low crime there. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, San Francisco, it's a complete <laughs> fucking shit show. Like, yeah, how is it now? I bro, mean, how it's are you... so fucking bad. It's so fucking bad now. Because I
1: remember it was already bad when I was there. You remember me and Vinny, my old assistant, and we were staying near this park? Yeah. And we just arrived from, like, fucking San Diego. And him and I, we were going for a run through the park at night. And you're like, dude, like, just the day before, someone got shot with a shotgun (laughs) in that park (laughs) where you were running. Yeah. And, you know, me, the European, I'm like, what do you mean, like, with a shot? Because we don't have gun violence, you
0: know? Look at this. This is an example.
1: This is what the holy shit
2: Yeah, Just out fire, of the just, fire.
0: <laughs> just like fire,
1: trash, look at all the trash. Oh my god. This dude. is everywhere. Fuck, everywhere. Oh my god, what is this? Is this like a recycling station, like Yo. an improvised recycling? This Oh, Everybody. that's why. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck is this guy with this gold chain?
0: He just lives there. <laughs> he, like, lives in, in this neighborhood.
1: What do you think is a reason for that? <clears throat>
0: It's literally what he said It's like It's they just the, the policy is just like Well we don't want to disrespect The unhoused members the Of unhoused, our community yeah,
1: yeah yeah The housing disabled the Unhoused or
0: members Like like literally They just prioritize that So they can see Like oh we're so like Caring and liberal the, Meanwhile they're like Literally smoking crack right, <laughs> right in front of the cops Holy shit Like just smoking crack like, like just smoking <laughs> crack Next to the cops And then like The cops are just sitting there Don't even give a shit do and then you, they're like doing the splits and like freaking out and
1: shit. And doing like, the tra- Bro, there's <laughs> trash.
0: Every those those tents are everywhere.
1: Wait, they can they know how to do a split? Like a well, body like on because they're like on John Claude yeah, they're Dan's. like on crack.
0: They're like, they're like rolling around <laughs> on the ground and shit. Yo, dude. And then um, it's funny too because I was in I was in Norway a couple weeks ago. And I was like, "Holy shit! There's not even like a." Ho- and then I saw one homeless person. I was like, "Oh, they
1: got one. There's one. Holy shit! There's fucking one, dude." I had the same in Japan. There's yeah. no homeless people there. I was like, "What are they?
0: Do- like, what are we doing over there?" I mean, the California's got really bad, dude. I mean, to the it's to the and you know me, I'm like. I was always like a very, very patriotic person, like America, yeah. fuck yeah, yeah. like coming yeah. again, yeah. the yeah. motherfucking yeah. day, yeah, America. Like I was like super into it, like we got the best shit, we got the best culture, the movies, the fucking food, the, this, that, the next thing, it's fucking the beautiful thing. And now, even now I'm like, yo, it's kind of fucking starting to fucking suck here. <laughs> we, got, we got problems, dude, and like all this weird shit, and now it's all like the big, everyone's arguing about trans, this and that, and the fucking Bud Light. Like, this is the problems. Mm. Like come on dude like I don't know man I I might just move the fuck out of there finally Yeah Yeah just Really? come over to come over to, to Euroland Get over man Or You're like welcome. go to Montana or some or shit like like Austin
1: Texas I heard is still go- it's good It's fucked too Yeah it's fucked. Joe Rosen moved that he keeps talking really good things about it
0: it's fuck. It's gonna be fucked soon too. No shit. Yeah, man. No they're, shit. They're, they're starting. They're starting to get tense there too, man. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, because the people they just bring the same. They they move from California. They bring the shit with. They start voting in the pol- the
1: same policies, and now that's
0: it's uh, California part two, man.
1: I mean, you know, it's funny. Um, California part two. Ever ever since the the war, uh, didn't happen almost one year ago. Over a year. It was February, man. Fifteen months ago in Kiev. Oh, oh, you kinda, had to leave. Yeah, you had a. Yeah. you were living there, right? Right. I still, I still got my apartment there, and I, it's crazy. And funny enough, what have I you ever did, been
0: back to the apartment? No, yet? no, no, no. Yeah.
1: I, a drone crashed into the building once, but <laughs> oh, on, I, like I'm on the 28th floor, so I destroyed some windows on the lower things. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I saw it on the news two three times. Oh, my own shit. Place. and it's funny. It's really cool because my landlord's a really cool dude. He loves me because I always pay rent on time, which apparently he was not used to. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, like top A grade tenant for him. So I'm like,
0: that was like the same with me actually, huh? like in the pandemic because a lot of people were like defaulting on the rent, oh. but I was paying it. And so like every year, my like lease renews at the at the place my the house I've been in forever. Yeah. And he's like, normally they they raise it. The past like several years, like nope, no raise for you, no no raise for you. Please stay, sir. Please <laughs> yeah, so please good. stay, sir. I'm like
1: yeah, it's beautiful. So he's, he's the same way with with your guy. A hundred percent. Plus like. Um he, he follows me on Instagram And she's yeah. a little bit of a fan yeah. He's like Can I have access to the program You know It's really cool dude Shout out to yeah. Bogdan Love that guy and I really collaborated a lot with him in terms of like, yo, can you get my stuff out? Yeah. So uh, I've had a couple of people that went and went to Ukraine, and I'm like, hey, can you bring me this? Can you bring me the documents? Can you bring me the hard drives? Because I got a bunch of business documents. So all the valuable stuff got out, and now the last right. stuff was just a bunch of clothes, and I had him just pack them up and send them to me. Oh wow! And now the the apartment just is just full of crap from our offices and from other people. It's like storage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like it's Ukrainian like, storage. Exactly. It's like it's like monitors, uh, keys keyboards, yeah. lights. So I'm just like, okay, all my stuff is out now. Here's yeah. what you want you to do, bug done. Either sell it and keep the money cuz I don't want to deal with it or donate it. So now he sends me every week is like, I donated this to the kindergarten and now they have like monitors and computers and it's shit. It's like
0: it's like the Max Torno Kindergarten sc- <laughs> like school like it's yeah, like it's got you it. your name
1: on it. Max Mass- <laughs> like kindergarten. So it's like really cool. So I still have the place, Yo. and you know I might get rid of it at some point. But um but right, I'm just want I just want him to get all the shit out. Yeah. So if I do come back, it's like a, a livable place, and uh, and kind of ever since then, I'm just like, I'm uh, just nomading around yeah. because I, I'm like it's kind of cool because it reminds me of the the dating times where I was also nomading around yeah. just in my suitcase.
0: Very like no no. uh
1: no ties, nothing. Ties and I, like I said, I switched to a two suitcase setup now. So I can like with two suitcases, two large suitcases, you can really do a lot of shit. Yeah. I travel with my PS five, all my gym stuff, all my supplements, a pan to make my own steak, <laughs> wherever the fuck I go. Wait, what, what
0: is this? What is this special? pan? Well,
1: most Airbnb's just have shitty fucking pans, you know, like Teflon, but for steak, you need like either ceramic or cast iron.
0: That's what I thought. It's a cast iron. Right? Yeah, it's
1: not a cast iron c- ceramic because okay, it's lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I was gonna say you're traveling this fucking cast iron. <laughs> and, I'm, sendi- and, I'm sending you this clip just so you can see it. Fuck like, yes, yeah, yeah, send it over,
1: man. And and um, my own uh, pillow. I got an orthopedic oh, pillow because yeah. some Airbnb should. Be. And now yeah. I'm like, it's just I have zero, z- like zero compromises. And wherever I go, I have a cool Airbnb and I just live life completely normally. And, and I get a routine up very quickly because usually those gyms. It's also nicer that I have freaking money. Yeah. Like I remember when I was too broke to like yeah, 10 bucks for a gym. Well, I don't have that. Yeah. So I would just work it's out. Not and, a, it's not a question. And then, yeah, and then like we would stay at these
0: weird like people's places and stuff. Oh, so yeah. That. Oh, my God. Like you stay on volunteer. some dudes. Yeah, the volunteer network. You stay on some dudes couch. Yeah. <laughs> and you wake up and he's like staring at you. Oh he's my he's god. Like, yeah, he's like sitting there staring and at you. I this and one shit. guy
1: once I was uh I was really sick. I had free tour in Vienna sh- shook a bunch of hands. That's why I always wash hands now. Yeah. And I fully got sick like feet, the whole thing. Still did the program, you know. I would like like drop two painkillers before the program. Yep. Knock him out till 6 a.m. Go home, and then this, and then this. God bless him. He let me play stay at his place, but like I'm like fever shaking in the on the blow yeah. up mattress where I would sleep. You're right? having like you're and like he,
0: having like a, you're seeing God. And yeah, stuff. yeah,
1: yeah. And he's like waking me up, cold sweat. He's waking me up, and he gives me like two A4 pages yeah. printed out. And I'm like, what's this? And he's like, those are my sticking points. Can you please <laughs> like? And I'm like, bro, I have like 40 degrees fever. I'm yeah. not going to look at your sticky... Like, let me get freaking healthy first, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, the Shit, Volunteer dude. Network, man. The Volunteer Network. Let me get network. healthy first. Yeah, yeah, let me get, like, a sh- in human condition first. Anyways, Jeff, I think we're going to wrap things up. Yeah. Yeah. Where So, where can people find you? Where can people... Wh- someone that gets enticed now, website... Well, like I said, so I, I, I'm still doing these live programs. So, again,
0: on those programs, we go out for three days together... It's Very comprehensive. I mean, it's again, it's, it's the difference between exercise and performance. Mm. So, in that charisma mentoring program, that eight week program I was talking about, if you go to mentoring.com, you can charisma check that out mentoring. yeah, mentoring.com, one word. Um, and you can kind of get more information on that, check it out, see if you know it seems like a good fit, something you'd want to do. And then, of course, um, I'm still going out and running these infield programs at least for the foreseeable future to the end of the year. I got, I'm scheduled out. Um, and that's going to be at if you go to jeffyinperson.com
1: no hyphen in between no hyphen Jeffy in
0: jeffyinperson.com you can see the schedule of that and again like the, the exercise the exercise that we do in the mentoring the analogy i like to use it's like if you have an athlete yeah they might lift weights in the gym they might run through you know, tires in a grid and some agility drill. They're not going to do those things in the game, but mm. both of those activities will improve their capacity mm. to perform in the game. Mm. So it's like mentoring, we do exercise. The boot camp, we're playing the game. You know, nice. you're, you're just like perform, yeah, yeah. exercise and performance, and they the two go hand in hand. Also, um, yeah, my Instagram, I see you got it up there. It's uh, the, Jeffy, the show. Jeffy Show. Nice. The Jeffy Show on Instagram. All one. Um, and then, yeah, and then eight. I believe... Uh, on my YouTube as well is uh, if you type in the Jeffy Show, it'll come up, nice. or you can just type in Charisma Mastery.
1: Uh, Check it out.
0: Yeah, and it'll, it, you'll you'll be able to find that to dredge that up as well. Nice. But, yeah, man, it was been. A, the time flies, doesn't it, when you're it really does, chopping man. it up? It really
1: does. It was like, what, one-and-a-half-hour ranting now? Yeah. Thanks for being on the show, man. Going I appreciate it. Yeah,
0: by the way, that's another thing that I, I also learned from pandemic. It's like I used to get sick because I take, like, 70 flights a year as well. <laughs> and you're, like, touching all this shit, and yeah. then you're, like, touching your fist. It's, like, shaking all these hands. It's, like, now – Fist bump, man. If that. And, like, every step, I'm, like, washing my hands. Like, yeah. I get to the airport, I wash my hands. I yeah. get off the airplane and wash my hands. Wash my hands, wash my hands, wash my hands. I rarely get sick anymore, even with this ha. extensive... Like, it's kind of crazy. You just didn't really think about the hygiene. Yeah. I think that's the one good thing to come out of the damn pandemic. That
1: and Zoom stocks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Dude, Zooms stocks, like the first month, Zoom stocks went like up 300% or something. Oh, 600%. Zoom stocks, yeah. yeah. I had a friend
0: who got rich off Peloton, too. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Uh, it was, it's like the, the home bicycle, like the exercise bike. <laughs> no everyone thing. was getting it. Yeah, it was like a $2,000 bike, and everyone was getting it. And so this guy, and then it's after pandemic ended, it plummeted. But he yeah. he sold, and he made like four million. He bought a fucking oh, Porsche. Oh, he bought his fucking house and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. So
1: good times, man. Yeah. You're you're a fucking right rock star. Go follow Jeffy. He's literally one of my biggest influencers. Check his stuff out. I can vouch for it. GG. And if you enjoy this podcast, and you say, hey, this coaching lifestyle seems pretty awesome I want to travel the world I want to inspire people I want to make good money then go ahead and book a free consultation call literally with me personally or with someone from my team under MaxTorno.com forward slash call this is not going to be a sales call pitch fest we're actually known to give real legitimate value we're going to be equipping you with the exact strategies that you need to do on what to post what to offer what to sell anything you need to know to make your first six or even seven figures a year MaxTorno.com forward slash call. Talk to you soon.